Blog Talk Radio. And now I present to you that international Bible teacher of teachers, Seer Israel of Seedwell. He will utter dark things and mysteries which have been kept from the foundation of the world, showing us the way to go. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Spaghetti, 
cow fins, fish with no uh, no scales on it, and hogs. No cow. When you eat these foods, understand something. You have to eat it within moderation. You cannot make that it's your diet because it's not your diet. I, I know a, a great big feast is coming up shortly, and most likely we have a lot of stuff that we shouldn't eat, but you got to know how to get rid of that stuff. Children of Israel got a special diet in the Bible. And for Mother Deborah, Mother Esther, and Mother D of Israel, listen, a person can bite you to places where they celebrate a victory for themselves. But you have to understand one thing. You cannot eat the expensive restaurant foods that they make because it's not your diet. It's going to keep you off into the hospitals. So a speedy recovery for Mount Deep Israel, Mother Esther, and Mother Deborah. A speedy recovery for you out of the hospital. We got to change our diet. We must exercise and drink a lot of spring water. And we got to exercise for one specific reason. You don't want your blood to clog up or you have blood clogs. The reason why we have blood clogs because our blood is too thick, too much sodium in the body, and no, and the blood is just, just laying there still. You got to shake that blood up. What causes kidney problems is high blood pressure. What causes high blood pressure is the food that you intake without the exercise. You got it. So speed recovery. Mother Deborah, Mother Esther, these are other camps are the six anointed camps, and Mother Deb Israel. See, we're going to make a little alteration and do a little teaching again because it's very important about the dietary again because we cannot let our grandbabies and no one else have us to eat these foods unless it's in moderation. You know, you can get a little hit there and there, but you got to know how to get rid of it. Got it? Good. All right. All right. Top part of seven. They got the memos in. All the other camps, they ready to go. This day the Almighty I made for me and you. So, you can get something going on. But this day the Yahweh I made, and we see um, Princess Israel, she, she ready to holler that microphone. She's coming on stage with top part of seven. That's a great thing. And uh, we're going to see if we can get some going on. And what you go through brings what's already in you out. Okay. So what path or religion are you mm-hmm. in your pursuit of perfection with God? <laughs> what, 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 what are um, you? I was raised Seventh-day Adventist. Okay. And what does um, that mean? Seventh-day Adventist is a Christian denomination. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we believe is observing the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. Uh, so from a young child, you know, being brought up, I was always brought up with Sabbath observance. So Friday night sundown, Saturday night sundown, as mentioned in the Ten Commandments, remember the seventh day to keep it holy. 
Uh, and then also Jesus uh, observes Sabbath as well. Yeah. So it's one day where I don't check my emails. I don't respond to work calls. I don't read From Friday night. Friday night sundown. Sundown. To Saturday night sundown. Yeah. No work. You don't check your emails. No. That's, that's, like, a, a that's, a, that's like against the commandment of Hollywood, that thou shalt carry thy blackberry at all times. But you know what? Here's the good yes. thing. When you set boundaries. Yeah. Yeah, up, yeah. Up front. Up front. Here's what my commitment is. So we all agree. I love this, Before we even take the job or go yeah. down the road. Yeah. Here's the commitment. Yeah. Are we all agreeing this is okay? Mm-hmm. So then all I have to do is just make sure I keep the commitment. Yeah. Because the moment I break it yes. is the moment they realize, oh, well, he wasn't that serious. Mm-hmm. But for me, Sabbath is a time to recharge. It's a time to rest. It's a time to spend time with my family. Uh, it's a time to spiritually reconnect. Yeah. Um, it's incredible. What is interesting is that you allow your faith, yeah. your belief in God, to be at the forefront of who you are yeah. in a place where most of us, and you even say in the book, I remember when I said to my father, um, I was like 13, 14, that I, I'm going to be an actress no daughter of mine is going to be going out to Sodom and Gomorrah. Oh, boy. Sodom and Gomorrah. You know the line. Sodom yes. and Gomorrah. Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah, right. So you're living in what a lot of certainly traditional Christian people see yes. Hollywood as the land of everything but following the path of, of your faith. How, how, how do you make it out there? <laughs> well, you make it by being true to yourself. Mm-hmm. And like literally for your, for your first job. May I, sorry yeah. to interrupt. Okay. For your first job. Uh, working as an intern with yes. Will Smith, yes. you say to them, yeah. look, I have to have the Sabbath yes. off, yes. which may I just confess that I learned in my first meeting with Devon, all these years I thought the Sabbath was Sunday. Yeah. I've been going to church. We say worship on the Sabbath, worship on the Sabbath in the Baptist church. And you corrected me. You said, no, Sunday is the first day of the week. Yeah. Sabbath is Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. That's right. That's I right. stand corrected. <laughs> Amen. So you go to your first job yeah. with Will Smith yes. and say, look, I'm really excited to be here, but well, I have to have Friday. Friday night sundown, Saturday night sundown off. And what happened was, it was. Weren't you scared to say that? Yeah, I was scared. It didn't. It wasn't intentional. Thank you. For your first job, uh, working as an intern with yeah. Will Smith. Yes. Yeah. You say to them. Yeah. Look, I have to have the Sabbath. Yeah. Off. Yeah. Which may I just confess that I learned in my first meeting with Devon all these years I thought the Sabbath was Sunday. Yeah. I've been going to church. We say worship on the Sabbath, worship on the Sabbath in the Baptist church. And you corrected me. You said, no, Sunday is the first day of the week. Yeah. Sabbath is Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. That's right. That's I right. stand corrected. <laughs> Amen. So you go to your first job yeah. with Will Smith yeah. and say, look, I'm really excited to be here, but well, I have to have Friday. Friday night sundown, Saturday night sundown off. All right. Now, now the big dignitary, now, she on bow to bow. Now, is she doing it? I don't know. All one knows is who knows. All right. This is top five of seven. They all the campuses ready to go from South Carolina to Chicago. And y'all probably beat y'all, so we're going to go and get something going on. We got Princess Israel in the room. Uh, She's coming on stage for a top part of seven days, so we might as well just go and get busy. So when you meet. A.B. of Princess. A.B. of Phoebe, Princess Israel. One of the sisters out of Camp One. Y'all quite be just seen right. 
and the kings meet everywhere. Okay, good. But understand one thing. You got to get that king's meat about you because that king's meat will damage and give you blood clot. It'll give you high blood pressure and all type of diseases. And Doc Cook loved to have you rush to his place or he can write you a long bill. But he'll never tell you how to get out of it. But you know what we'll do? We can make an adjustment with, with princes. And we're going to show you some things that that you need to know. We go on to the book of Daniel, chapter 1, verse 4 there. And we're going to read a little bit and find out what's going on there. Uh, princes, we go on to Daniel, chapter 1, verse 4. Now, the children of, of, of Judah, Benjamin, Levite, and Simeon, they was in captivity. It was all in captivity, and then all of a sudden, the big digging terrorist said, look here, you got some pretty smart guys over there. Why don't you go and, and talk with them a little bit, and, and let's see what, what kind of conversation they had, um, princess. We're going to Daniel chapter 1, verse 4. We'll read a little bit and see what kind of conversation they had going on during their presented to Judah, Benjamin, Levi, and Simeon. What's going on with 1, verse 4? Let's read a little bit. Come on. Daniel chapter 1 verse 4 children of whom was not blemish but well favored and skillful in all wisdom and cunning and knowledge and understanding science and such as had ability to them to stand in the king's palace and whom they might teach the learning and the tongue of the Chaldeans verse 5 and the king appointed them a daily provision of the king's meat and of the wine which he drank, so nourishing them three years that at the end of thereof they might stand before the king. Verse 6. Now among these were the children of Yachtai Judah, Daniel, Hezekiah, uh, Mishnah, and Zechariah, verse 7, unto whom the prince of the, uh, what is that, unique, gave names, eunuchs gave names, for he gave unto Daniel the name of Belteshazzar, and to Hannah, Nana of Shaddat, Shaddat, and Mishael of Shishai, and the Azariah of Abilico. Verse 8, But Daniel purposed in his mind that he would not defile himself with the portion of the king's meat, nor with the wine which, they, which he drank. Therefore he requests of the prince of the Enoch, of the Enoch that the eunuch said he might not defile himself. Continue. Verse mm -hmm. 9. Mm -hmm. Verse 9. Now Yahweh had brought Daniel unto favor, to favor of tender love with the prince of the Enoch. Verse 10. The prince of the eunuch said unto Daniel, I fear my Yahweh the king, who have appointed their who have appointed your meat 
and your drink for a while, should he see your faces worse linking liking than the children with your uh, your children. Then shall you make me endanger my head to the king. Verse eleven. Then said Daniel to Melzer, whom the prince of the eunuchs had set over Daniel, Hananiah, Melshiel, and Azariah. Verse 12, prove your servants, I beseech you, ten days, and let them give us pulse to eat and water to drink. Verse 13, then let our continents be looked upon before you, and the continents of the children that eat the portion of the king's meat, and as you see it, deal with your servants. Verse 14, so he contended to them in this manner, and proved them ten days. Verse 15. And at the end of the ten days, their continents appeared fairer and fatter and flushed than all the children which did eat the portion of the king's meat. Verse 16. Thus Melzar took away the portion of their meat and the wine that they should drink and gave them pulse vegetables. Mm-hmm. Verse 17. That's it. So now you see, now look what we done learned right here. The king, they already had the king's meat mm-hmm. already on the table. He said, give them the king's meat. He said, look here. You, know, you got some smart people around with you, uh, Daniel. And and Yahweh have gave you, um, what, happened, what, what happened in verse 9 again there? Verse 9, what happened in verse 9 again there? Verse 9. Okay. Daniel 1, verse 9. Now, Yahweh had bought Daniel in favor and ten, favor and tender love with the prince of the Enoch. Mm-hmm. Eunuch. So, the- so, see, Yahweh hands, when you do right, Yahweh hands will be in it. Give me a precept on that, on that daughter. Give me a 16, verse 7, the Proverbs. What, what that folds mean, what you just got to read? Now, Daniel was in captivity, but Daniel had favor. Uh, yeah, baby. Let's find out why in Proverbs 16, verse 7. Why did Daniel have favor there, Princess? You said Daniel chapter, oh, Proverbs. Make it Proverbs. Make it Proverbs. Okay, make Proverbs. Make it Proverbs 16, verse 7. Yeah, we, we want to find out why did Daniel have, have favor. We're going we're gonna to find out with Proverbs for the precept. Or 16 verse 7. How do you end up with favor? Come on, let's talk about it. Proverbs chapter 15 verse 7. 16. Make it 16. 16 verse 7. Proverbs chapter 15 verse 7. The lips of the. Oh, verse 16. 16. Yeah, 16 verse 7. All right. I was there at first, but I went back. Okay. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 7. When a man's way please Yahweh, he maketh the, even his enemies to be at peace with him. 
You see that? Yeah. yeah. That's the game changer right there. You got to make sure that you please in your Yahweh. Because he he can have he will have your enemies yes. make peace with you. But the key to it is we got to please our Yahweh. Mm-hmm. Daniel knew he was in captivity, but he knew if he at the king's meet, the king's meet were was gonna damage damage him up real bad. How do you know that? Because um, in Leviticus chapter eleven, in Leviticus chapter eleven, he read he spoke up and said, "Listen, um, since I got favored by Yahweh, yeah, let us do the green food, and let us not have the king's meat." Uh, Hold up your your chicken and your cow and your hog up and let us eat fruits and vegetables and green food, black-eyed peas and sweet potatoes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, let us have a little bit of that and a little ox on the side. Let us have a little bit of that and just, then come back 10 days and watch the difference on the one that was fed the king's meat Mm-hmm. His chicken, cow, and his hog, and the one that denied the king's meat. And when he got back, he said, "Oh, these all gone. Y'all look better by not eating the king's meat." Yeah, because the king's meat is not the children of Israel diet. We right. Cannot, I don't care who invites you to restaurants, um, uh, Mother Deborah. I don't care what kind of occasion it is. When you go off into these other restaurants and eat the food that they prepare, it can cause you and everybody else to end up where you at as we speak, in, in the hands of Doc Cook. That is not our diet. We got to leave the king's meat alone and only, only deal with it in moderation but know how to get it out of it. Because we were given specific things, what to eat, what not to eat. Let's see what it was told to what people in the big of chapter 11, verse 1 and 2. Let's talk about it now, uh, Princess. Let's go to Leviticus 11, 1 and 2 and see what's going on here. Leviticus chapter 11, verse 1 and 2. Verse 1. And Yahweh spake unto Moses and to Aaron, saying unto them, verse 2. Speaking to the children of Israel, saying, These are the beasts which you shall eat among all beasts that are on that are on the earth. Mm-hmm. So he he's speaking to a specific people called the children of Israel. He's not children. Moses now. I want you this message. It's to one people. See, once you recognize that you are different from the other nations because he chose you to himself. So then he gave you rules and regulations by leadership. This is what I want 
you tell them to do to please me. Let's get a precept on that. Give me um, 322 of 1 John. 322, let's get a precept on that, uh, Princess. 322 of 1 John. We receive of him because we keep his Torah instructions and do those things which are pleasing in his sight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for the national order's sake, the Torah instruction means the first five books. I mean, the first five books, the law, statutes, commandments. That what pleases him. If you want to please your mighty one on the international side, you keep the law, statutes, and the commandments. Once you find out you're a bloodline Israelite, of the 12 tribes, then you got rules and regulations. You are, you get in a precept. Let me show you what Moses said you are. Now, this, this is what Moses said. And now, now, once Moses makes a statement, if it's to be corrected, he with the man that do all the correction. Now, we're going to find out. Now, when Moses is going to make a statement in the book of Exodus, now, one thing about it, if you an error, Yaquah don't have no problem by correcting you. Let's see what was said. What what did Moses say to the Almighty? He made a statement to him, and I will see can that statement hold up. In the thirty third chapter of Deuteronomy, there, Moses is making a a profound statement. Just read verse 15 and 16. This is real good on the international side, on what Chris is going to bring on the table in Exodus chapter 33, verse 15 and 16. What does it say? Exodus, I mean, uh, Deuteronomy chapter 33, verse 15 and 16. Exodus. Make it Exodus. Oh, Make it Exodus. Exodus 33, verse 15 and 16. Exodus chapter 33, verse 15 and 16. Verse 15. And he said unto him, If you, if your present go not with me, carry us not up hence. Verse 16. For for wherein shall it be known here that I and your people have found grace in your sight. Is it not in that you doeth, you goeth with us? So shall we be separated, I and my people, from all the people that are upon the face of the earth? I guess so. Now, you were talking to the Almighty One. Now, yeah. if, if, if Yahweh wanted all that intermingling and all that cross of cross-up relationships. Mm-hmm. Here's for him. Now Moses saying, listen, he said, you will see your present, that means Gabriel, that present means Gabriel. He said, but, but we are a separate people from all the rest of the nations. That means we can't we can't roll with the other nations. They can roll with us, mm-hmm. but we can't roll with them. So now, 
Let's see what did Yahweh say after he said, look what he said again. He says, is it not in that thou goest with us? So shall we be separated, I and thy people, from mm-hmm. all the people that are upon the face of the earth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, now when he said that, now when he said that, let's see what the Yahweh said in verse 17. Verse 17. Exodus thirty three seventeen, And Yahweh said unto Moses, I will do this thing also that you have spoken, for you have found grace in my sight. And I know you, my name. I know, I know you, my name. I know thee by name. I know thee, mean you by, by name. He said, I know you, Moses. But, but what, did, what did he just say here? Moses said about the separation. Yahweh did not correct him. Mm. Huh. You know why he ain't corrected him? Because the children of Israel have to be the leader. They cannot be the followers. See, the children of Israel follows only Yahweh. The other nations follow their mind. Yeah. No. The children of Israel is a set of people. So I mean, what he's trying to tell you, you cannot follow them on what you see on that, on that one I'll say. You see that spaghetti, rice and beans, and all that on there? That was not given to you as your diet. When you when you eat that, you won't eat that in moderation. That was not given to you to eat. That's not your diet. You are a separate people from all the people on the, on the face of earth. You got a specific thing to eat to do what? Give me Second Ezra seven twenty one. Now, in Second Ezra seven twenty one, that's why you have to know who you are, children of Israel, the Israelites. You cannot eat what you see they put on television, what your parents have brought you up on. To help others, it starts with yourself. The food that you you take now from the world is a it's going to keep your blood pressure high. It's going to keep your frogs in your body. And you're always going to be visiting that cook. We're trying to show you how to help yourself and to help others. You as a separate people. What did you get to read? What did you get to read? Second Ezra chapter 7 verse 21. Yeah, what it say? Second Ezra chapter 7 verse 21. For Yahweh have given straight commandments to such as came, what they should do to live, even as they came, and what they should observe to avoid punishment. You see that? He don't give you a specific way to live. And if you follow his way, Princess Israel just read, you can avoid punishment. You can avoid having to have Doc Cook on your speed dial. You ain't got to visit Doc Cook. He's changed. He got a specific way for you to live to avoid being always jacked up by Doc Cook. Keep his pockets all fat. Yeah? Because in Numbers chapter 15, Precious, 
Moses looked at the children of Israel after Yahweh gave them instructions. In Numbers 15, 15, 16, and 29. He made a profound statement. What did he say? 15, 15, Numbers chapter 15, verse 15, 16, and 29. What did he say there, Francis? Numbers chapter 15, verse 15, 16, and 29. Verse 15. One ordinance shall be both for you of the congregation and also for the stranger that sojourneth with you. An ordinance for ever in your generations, as you are, so shall the stranger be before Yahweh. Verse 16. One law and one manner shall be for you and for the stranger that sojourneth with you. Verse 29. And you shall have one law for him that sinneth, though through ignorance, both for him that is born among the children of Israel and for the stranger that sojourneth among them. Hallelujah. So now if you don't know through ignorance, but once you're told, then you make a correction. He said, you got the, he said, children of Israel, you have to lead the way. You cannot follow the way. They can't prepare no food for you. You have to prepare food for them. They can't have nothing waiting on you because, remember, they was not instructed. The other nation was not instructed by Yahweh. They rolled on their own mindset. You were you was the people that was instructed what to eat and what not to eat. He did not give that to other nations. That's what he trying to bring to the table, sin of Israel. You were given a specific way to eat, to live, to avoid punishment. He did not. It's nowhere written in the Bible where he told any other other nation. The sins of Esau, the sins of Moab and Ammon, Japanese, Chinese, and the white man and the white woman, he did not give them a dietary way. He did not tell them that they that really got to eat no uh, have cooked food. He didn't tell them. He told you not to do it. He told you. See, <laughs> he didn't tell them. See, they can eat a steak, medium rare, with a blood roll down his shirt. But he told you something just totally different. Let me show you what he told you. In his, let me show you what he told in Ezekiel 24. But he, you know, we we see doing spirit land. You know, and Ezekiel twenty four. See, you gotta you gotta trust the Bible. And when he's talking to a people, you gotta find what people you're talking to and who we send the message to to tell you these things. And the twenty fourth chapter there. Look what he says. Um for you to do. 24. Let's pick up verse number 3. Let's see what he says. Ezekiel 24. Pick it around by verse 3 there. Let's read a little bit. Listen to what what he what he's saying. Matter of fact, read verse 1 just to make it sound good. 23, I mean 24 verse 1, then skip down to 3, down to verse 5. Ezekiel 24 verse 1 
three out of verse five. Listen to it. Come on, come on, that person. Ezekiel chapter 24, verse 1, 3 to 5. Verse mm-hmm. 1. Again, in the ninth year, in the tenth month, in the tenth day of the month, the word of Yahweh came unto me, saying, Verse 3. And utter a parable unto the rebellious house family, and say unto them, Thus said Yahweh, Yahweh set on a pot, set it on, and also pour water into it. Verse 4. Gather the pieces thereof into it, even every good piece, the thigh, the shoulder. Fill it with the choice bones. Verse 5. Take the choice of the flock and burn also the bones under it and make it boil well and let them see it, the bones of it therein. Yeah. So he said, now when you're cooking, Moses, he's a son of man. You tell him when they're cooking, make sure you sit a pot and let it boil well. That means get all the garbage out Get all the garbage out that meat. Always, you got any meat, got some blood in it, sit a pot on, put the meat in there, charge meat. Let him tell you this. Put it in there and let it boil well. You want to boil, boil well to get all the scum and the blood up. How you get rid of all the contamination of bad eating food, you got to sit apart. So you know when you go to these restaurants, they ain't doing that in the back room. They ain't sitting no pot. No. They go, they, they, they hit that zinc on it. Stop with your hand, cup of liquid, throw it on the grill. And you're going to get it with the scum in it and the blood. That's why, but you remember, you went to their restaurant. Yahweh told you, number 1515, you can't be like them. They got to be like you. See? So that was a violation from the get-go. Because they're not going to be doing this in the back room. They're not going to be taking the choice meat and putting it in a pot. And boil it well, meaning they put all the scum up, all the blood out the meat, then you can cook it, bake it, or fry it. They're not going to go through that with you. You go in there and you order something, you order a burger or whatever you order, they're going to put it out the freezer and throw it on the grill, and you take it from there. But in order, the field was told by the angel of Yahweh, tell the children of Judah, Benjamin, Levi, put a pot on the table, boil it well. And look what he says. Did you read verse 5? Read verse 5 and 6 again. Okay. Ezekiel chapter 24, verse 4 and 5. No, 5 and 6. Make, make it 5 and 6. Okay. Ezekiel chapter 24, verse 5 and 6. Verse 5, take the choice of the flock and burn it also, and burn also the bones under it, and make it boil well, and let them sit it, see it, the bones of it therein. Verse 6, wherefore thus saith Yahweh, Yahweh, woe to the bloody city, to the pot 
whose scum is therein, and those scum is not gone out of it. Bring uh-huh. it out. Bring it out piece by piece, and let not let no lot fall upon it. Mm-hmm. So what are you telling you to do? When you eat enemy with blood in it, you got to get the blood out from the top of the way. And the scum, if you don't boil, now you notice, you remember you, the time you go out to the barbecue uh, days, they said, well, I'm going to jump on, on, on this ribs I got. I'm going to go ahead and boil my ribs a little bit here, and then I'll be able to can't take all day long to get them prepared at the feast. That's a, you know, thing to do. But you notice when you put that meat off into them pots and get hot, and you pull that meat up out of there, you see all that scum in there, all that stuff on the, on the bottom of the pans and pots? Guess what? If you do not get that stuff out of your meat before you intake, where is that stuff going to be at? That's what calls you blood clogs. That's why you clogged up. The scum in the meat, you did not get it out of the meat. So now the scum is in your system, it's in your blood system. You're sitting around uh, jaw-jagging, and, and the blood, you thickle, the sodium built up in your body, then now you're, now, now you're busy with Doc Cook. Really? Now Doc Cook got his hand on you. You want to avoid Doc Cook by understanding when you eat any type of meat, you must see the meat. You got to boil the flesh. What kind of way? Uh, Princess Red? Well. That means all the scum, yes. all the blood that's in that meat. Yeah. You'll see it come up to your top and say, God, dog, look at all this stuff in this meat. Mm-hmm. But suppose you get done it like you, like you do in a restaurant. Just mm. wipe it off and hit the grill. Then you want to know why you're all sick. Then everybody got to be rushing Doc Cook. Everybody got to get, get on down to Doc Cook. There's no reason. Children of Israel. This was, let me get another tweet up on it. It's back up to Leviticus. See, you were told to children of Israel. That's why you got to know who you are. You don't, I mean, a person in, in Jordan said, hey, come up with a, a great deal. A great business deal to come over with. Now you'll celebrate, but, but celebrate uh, by who you are. Don't let nobody have you up in places where it's forbidden for you to be it by knowing who you are because it's going to cause you problems. Sodium, um, build up, high blood pressure. You will have all type of liver problems. You will have all type of um, kidney problems. Because your blood is too thick, and you're not exercising properly. Okay? The children of Israel get a specific way to eat, and princes on red in 721 of Second Ezra, you can avoid punishment. You can and punishment when you go, when you got your work to dark cook. Now in the book of chapter eight, in the book of chapter eight, there. See, Yahweh is working with a specific people called the children of Israel, the Israelites. And in the eighth chapter, he was talking with them about something. 
Let's see what Moses passed on to them that we can read. And they kept, read verse 1, just to make it sound good. Read verse 1. Leviticus chapter 8, verse 1. And Yahweh spake unto Moses, saying, Good. So now, so who's going to talk it? Moses. Yahweh spoke to Moses. Mm-hmm. So there is. Yahweh, he's speaking to Moses. Okay? Yes. So Yahweh is speaking to Moses. So right now I'm kind of, I'm kind of stuck right now. So now Yahweh is speaking to Moses. I don't know what he's saying to Moses. So now we clear that Yahweh helped him mold it up, and now he's talking to Moses. Mm-hmm. What do we say to Moses in verse number? Hmm. Wait a minute. Yeah, eight. Pick it. Pick it up. Verse number thirty. Now remember, Yahweh talks. The big man is talking. Verse thirty. Verse 30? Yeah, verse 30 and 31. Let's, let's see what's going on in 30 and 31. Leviticus chapter 8, verse 30 and 31. Verse 30, And Moses took of the anointing, anointing, on, what is it? Uh, <laughs> anointing oil. And Moses oil. took the anointing oil. oil. Yeah. yeah. And of the okay. blood which was upon the altar, and sprinkled it upon Aaron and upon his garment, and upon his sons, and upon his sons' garment with him, and sanctified Aaron and his garments, and his sons, and his sons' garments with him. Mm-hmm. Verse, 30, verse 31, And Moses said unto Aaron and to his sons, Boil the flesh at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation, and there eat it with the bread that is in the basket of congregate, the con, 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 why you say that? Consecration. Consecration. As I commanded, saying, Aaron and his sons shall eat it. Okay, good. So leadership was eating a hot meal at the gathering. But now, but go back to 31 from the top again. Listen, listen to what Moses said now. He's getting instructions from Yahweh before they sit down to eat now. Before you sit down to eat, uh, Aaron and the elders that was up on the youth, which is your son. Mm-hmm. Verse 31 again. Okay, Leviticus chapter 8, verse 31. Mm-hmm. Verse 31. And Moses said unto Aaron and to his sons, Boil the flesh at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation, and there eat it with the bread that is in the basket of the consecration, as I commanded, saying, Aaron and his sons shall eat it. So now, what have we learned? Yahweh talked to Moses. And he told Moses, tell Aaron, when they get ready to eat any meat, they supposed to do what? They supposed to do it according to verse 31. Precious? Oh, the boil the flesh at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. And then we read in the 24th chapter, the precept, boil it what kind of way? Way up. 
Well, yeah. Well, so you see me pose you first. Now, what restaurant gonna board any meat that when you go eat sit that restaurant? What restaurant gonna do that? What restaurant not gonna do that for you? None not of one. them. No. Not one. So you see, your, your violation is right there. The children of Israel was commanded by Yahweh to tell Moses before you eat any meat that got blood in it. The first thing you do is boil the flesh well. That means you got to put the scum, the blood, and everything off. Then put the cook it, bake it, or fry it. So, what restaurant have you ever went to when you order a three-piece chicken dinner that they put the meat in the water first? How many? No. No. See that? Mm-hmm. So, see why we got the problems, high blood pressure, liver diseases, kidney failure, blood clogs, because we not following what was given to us to do. The other nation wasn't given it. The other, the other nation can eat uh, catfish, shrimp, lobster tails. They can eat all that. They can eat a uh, rattlesnake. They can eat a uh, uh, octopus. Octopus. <laughs> they can grab back and just right. pack their belly and change their shirt and go about their business and go right. back to their wicked ways. Yeah. But you're going to be stumbling all around the place. They're going to have to rush you to Doc Cook. Yeah. See? See? Now you got to be rushed to Doc Cook and they say, what happened to him? What happened to her? Oh, they got to go to Doc Cook. Why? Oh, that was, that rattlesnake was lovely. Mm-hmm. I love that cut, cutting the rattlesnake. And eating them right off the top. You know, they got restaurants over there. Right now you go in your phone and say, oh, show me where the closest rattlesnake sounds I can get in. They'll give you your address. Mm-hmm. Then you go in that place and say, well, what you want? I want a, a rattlesnake sandwich. Uh, yeah. They got the snake flying, I mean, swimming around in, in the pool. They cut them off in the back of the tail. Pop, 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 pop. Put them on the grill and give you. You see what you do? They can eat that kind of food, but you can't eat it, see, Royal. That's right. That's why you gotta know who you are as Israel the Israelite. The food that was given to you, you are different. He made you separate. We read it earlier and let's get a precept on that. Now Simon, the wisest man in the world, came came back with that in eight chapters. He reminded the children of Israel of something. Remember Solomon and David was the two kings that had the whole facade had them first. But that's when they prosperity years. So when you read the book of Deuteronomy 1 through 14, that's the prosperity years of the children of Israel in the time of David and Solomon. That's the only time you they had prosperity. So when you do read Deuteronomy chapter 28, 1 down to 14, they said these are blessings. All that was a prophecy of David and Solomon, because God messed up, and then his sons messed up after both of them was gone. Children of Israel broke up in two pieces, been in bad shape even to this day. But that's the prosperity. So when you do read Deuteronomy 28, 1 through 14, that's the prosperity of King David and King Solomon. Now, let's see what Solomon reminds the children of Israel about. 
and First Kings chapter eight. Let's see. Let's see what he said to have all this good prosperity. What did he say to them that we can read? We come back to Leviticus three seventeen, but we want to take care. Of what what made him so prosperous? What did he say to make him so prosperous? To the children of Israel. Let's see what he said to him that we can read in the eighth chapter. Uh, let's king. see what he said to them that we can read. Okay. We're going to First Kings chapter eight, and we're picking up verse number fifty-one. Let's see what he said to the children of Israel that made them so prosperous in the mind. Fifty-one, read a little bit. Fifty-one and fifty-two. Fifty-nine and sixty-two. First uh, Kings chapter eight, verse fifty-one and fifty-two. No, fifty-three. Take it on fifty-one to fifty-three. First Kings eight, fifty-one, two, and three. What do you say? Okay. First Kings chapter eight, verse fifty-one to fifty-three. Verse fifty-one. For they be your people, and your inheritance which you brought forth out of Egypt from the midst of the furnace of iron. Verse 52. And that your hands may be open unto the supplication of your servant and unto the supplication of your people Israel to hearken unto them and all that they call for unto you. Verse 53. For you didst separate them from among all the people of the earth to be your inheritance. As you speak by the hand of Moses, your servant, when you brought our father out of Egypt, our Yahweh, Yahweh. Mm-hmm. Well, now, now, where did we get it? We read that over there in verse three sixteen that Moses said, you're you going to separate from all the people on the face of the earth. We read that. So now, now Solomon comes right back, the wisest man in the world, and reminded the children of Israel that you can't be off into these places where they prepare you food. No. You, you got to, you, you accepted people from among them. I don't care who come up with a good business deal now we're going to celebrate. You cannot celebrate in places where they do not Follow the dietary law according to the way it was given to you. They can eat all that food. They ain't be jacked up like you are. And our prayers go out for Mother D of Israel. She is with God cook. Uh, Mother Esther, she's with God cook. Mother Deborah, she's with God cook. You ain't got to be with God cook. Don't let your grandbabies come by and bring all these restaurant products to you and say, I got you some, Grandma. You, them restaurant products, it's going to affect them as time go on. But it's going to get you immediately. You're going to start them all. Oh, man, I feel all kind of woozy. To that stuff of them, it's one. We are different. You know what Solomon just said? What did Solomon say in 53 again? First uh, Kings chapter mm-hmm. 8, verse 52. That 
for your, you did is separate them from among all the people of the earth to be your inheritance. As you spake by the hand of Moses, your servant, when you brought your our fathers out of Egypt, oh, Yaqua, Yaqua. Mm-hmm. Well, what kind of meat can we eat? Okay, remember, Solomon, wise man, well, let's see, let's see, let's see what they're eating on feast day, on six three. What were they eating? What were they eating in and sixty-three? Fifty-three. Fifty-three. Oh, sixty-three. First Kings chapter First Kings chapter eight so the king and all the children of Israel dedicated the house of the family of Israel. Of you see that? Yaqua. You see that? So you see what kind of meat? The kind of meat that they were eating? They were eating ox. Well, you know, but like right now, that's why we got to get our own. God, dog, you can't. You go get some ox tail now, it calls you like to like buy a, a, a whole, a, a whole ox tail cost to make money now. Yes. They know. <laughs> see, oxtail, God dog. You go some oxtail soup. To God dog, man. You want some, I need a bowl of oxtail soup. It's uh thirteen fifty. God dog. Thirteen fifty for bowl of oxtail soup. Yeah. This is here's, here's the food that you had. You had um you had um ox. You had sheep and and and, and another food that you had in our eighteen chapter. I'm talking about meat that got blood in it. But now we talking about but, but we clear what you gotta do with the meat that got blood in it. Mm-hmm. You gotta put it on the pot first. Yeah, you gotta boil it. You can you Very gotta quick. boil it boil it well. So you can't go to the restaurant and order these meats because all of them do is tell you, okay, here it is. They just gonna get a hot plate. The scum and the blood gonna be in there. Remember, you you, you know what he says. In the, let me get a precept on that. Did he tell you in the seventeenth chapter of Leviticus? We're doing a third land because we want our mothers to understand one thing. We have to lead by example. We don't have to end up getting punishment on our kids or special occasions. We end up in restaurants that have us often dark cook. Because they're not gonna prepare the food properly. Because you are different. You do not you don't have the same rules and regulations we gave you, you different. They can eat octopus. They can eat uh, fish that don't have no that that have those scales to it. They can eat it. And yeah. just run back and skin and green. But boy, you be turn all kind of flip. You That's be right. you be you be like somebody punching you. Mm. Yeah. See? You gotta got something. That's why we come home to show you that Yahweh got specific things for you to do once you know you are a bloodline Israelite. If you know these things, what he says in um the 17th chapter of Leviticus 1 and 2. That's what he said. 17, let's read, let's read 1, 2, and 1, 2. Now, let's read, let's read 
Let's read a little bit. Let's read now in the verse 1, 2, 3, 4. Leviticus 17, 1, 2, 3, 4. See, remember, Yahweh gives instructions. He always gives instructions to the leadership to tell you. Is he going to take these and listen? 17, 1 down to verse 4. Leviticus chapter 17, verse 1 through 4. Verse 1. And Yahweh spake unto Moses, saying, Verse 2. Speak unto Aaron and to his sons and unto all the children of Israel, and say unto them, This is the thing which Yahweh have commanded, saying. Verse 3. What man soever there be of the family of Israel that killeth an ox or lamb or goat in the camp, or that killeth it out of the camp. Verse 4. And bringeth it not unto the door of the tabernacle, the temple of the congregation, to offer an offering unto Yahweh before the temple, the congregation of Yahweh. Blood shall be polluted or imputed unto that man. He hath shed blood, and that man shall be cut off from among his people. Mm. So, but what we're going to get out of this, what food did he tell you that people deal with children of Israel? What what food? Let's see what he said in verse 3. Here's the food he's telling you that you deal with with the blood in. You get you some oak, some ox, get you some lamb, and get you some goat. So there goes your food. You see the thing about chicken and cow in there? No. Not chicken and cow. And everywhere you go, on every block you go on, soon as some light, you'll see what? The chicken shack or the, yep. or the cow shack. Yeah. You see? Everywhere you go, all your fast food, that's where you that's where you get. And then you'll have something that was made by man. They they figure out a way to grow potatoes. They're gonna have potatoes with it. Potatoes and they're gonna have the chicken and the the cow, right? And you, you, you think you mean something. But this is not your diet. Not mm. the children of Israel, though. Your diet, you both eat ox, lamb, lamb. and goat. Mm. You see that? There goes your diet. Now, who said that? And Yahweh spake on the Moses saying, Now, this is more made your body. Mm. So he tried to tell you what kind of meat you both put in your body. Here go your three meats. Why you got to have more than that? There go your three meats. There go your three meats. Ox, lamb, goat, you know, lamb and sheep, you know. There go your meat. Okay. Skip down to verse number 11. 11 down to verse 13. 11 down to 14. Okay. Leviticus chapter 17. 11 to 14. Verse 11. For the life of the flesh is the blood, and I have given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement for your soul. For it is the blood that maketh an atonement for the soul. Verse 12. 
Therefore I said unto the children of Israel, No soul of you shall eat blood, and neither shall any stranger that sojourn among you eat blood. Verse 13. And whatsoever man there be of the children of Israel, or the stranger that sojourn among you, which hunteth and catcheth any beast or fowl that may be eaten, he shall even pour out the blood thereof and cover it with dust. Verse 14. For it is the life of all flesh, the blood of it is for the life thereof. Therefore I say unto the children of Israel, you shall eat the blood of no manner of flesh. For the life of all the flesh is the blood thereof. Whosoever eateth it shall be cut off. Amen. Now, you go to the store and you go buy your 10-pound package of ground beef or patties. You got them in the freezer. What you do? You go and open the box up, take the patty, and throw a little in the skillet on the grill. That what you do? Yeah. You can't get the blood out that meat that way. No. You can't beat it out. You got to do it. Man, tell you how to get the meat out. When you, when you throw that patty on that on that stove, and you didn't get the blood out of it, that's why I'm angry with you because you both know this was called the life. Remember. Well, the way that beast lives his life, when you eat that blood and scum of that beast, you take on that characteristic, and, and, and it it hurts you. You see, you got, you know, so when you eat any type of meat that got blood in it, you got to first do what Yahweh told you to do, put a pot on it, throw the meat up in there, prep that meat, then put it in your freezer. Separate. So when they tell you about, well, I got a great raise and they could go out and celebrate. Wait, 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 celebrate what? I mean, what, celebrate what do you mean? We're going to eat out. What do you mean? Eat out what? Eat well. What do you mean? Everywhere you go, they're not going to do none of this. They're not going to do none of this. So you're going to be, you're going to be eating contrary to your nature. On their celebration, me you won't know why you got blood clogged. G you won't know why you got long beard from Doc Cook. D huh? you won't know why you got high blood pressure. D you won't know you got all kind of problems in your body. You won't know why? Because you've been you can't pray over it and eat it. You can't give me a give me. Give me the book of Sparrow, uh, 34 verse 4 of Princess Israel. What do you say in 34 verse 4 of Sparrow? Sparrow, chapter 34, verse, you said verse 4? Sparrow, chapter 34, verse 4. Of an unclean thing, what can be clean, cleansed? And from that thing which is false, what truth can come? Mm. 
These are the beasts which you shall eat among all the beasts that are on the earth. Is that so? So who? So first, he's talking to who? The Israelites. The Israelites. Yeah. He's telling you what to eat. He said, "Do what you eat, and get what you don't eat." He said, "You don't eat no pig. You know, you got people bring you the pig every uh, January the first. You got pig everywhere." Listen, Every no, hey. you don't eat no pig, not knowing date now. You tell your overseer, uh, you can eat the pig, but I can't eat no pig. Pig right. going to give me high blood pressure. It's going to give me cancer. It'll give me diarrhea. It'll give me everything. It's going to be wrong with me. And Doc Cook will be saying, I got, you know, Doc Cook will be saying his mind, but y'all walking read your mind, I just, I need to just put a, and, uh, your name over a door, cause you always gonna be in about him. I might put my put a name over your name over the door in his mind. He gonna tell you that, no. cause you always gonna end up back there in the office of Doc Cook by disobeying the dietary law of the children of Israel. Thou should not eat no pig. It's unclean. You can't eat no itty bitty piece of pig. Mm-mm. Well, I'm just going to uh, take the fat meat and season the greens with it. No, you mm. can't eat no put no fat meat in the greens. Mm-hmm. You can't put no hog tails and hog feet in the in the greens. Why well, don't eat that? I'm just going to use that to season. No, mm-hmm. you can't do that. Children of Israel. In the food. Yeah, they, they, we just, no, all the ham hocks, they only in there to season. They just season the greens. We, I ain't eat it, but it's a season the green. You can't season no greens with no ham, huh? Mm. Really? Oh, well, my mama can make some of that gumbo it is. Well, what if some greens are a gumbo? Well, you got all types of every type of fish you can get your hand on it. Big mm. head, big eyes, big mm-hmm. uh, everything in there. And then you wonder why again you got to go visit doctor. With the great gumbo from Louisiana. Mm. That got everything in it that's that going to keep you busy than Dr. Cook. It's going to keep your blood pressure up. Mm-hmm. That's so, so high in that food that you eat, then you wonder why you're going to be the man you can't do nothing. Yeah. Because what you're doing, of course, is contrary to the money. What is it saying, verse 8? Verse 8. Leviticus chapter 11, verse 8. Of their flesh shall you not eat, and their carcass shall you not touch, and they are unclean unto you. And who's you again? Who you again is, according to verse 2? The children of Israel. The children of Israel, Israelite. It's unclean to you. It's unclean to you. And once you find your bloodline Israelite, it's unclean to you, the yeah. one that made the body. It's unclean to you. You can't play with it, and, and now it's clean. Let me get a picture of it so you can't see it. Unless, unless you are 1022 or 1 Corinthians. Is, is, are you are you a 1 Corinthians 1022? Now, if you are a 1 Corinthians 1022, then you and me. Let's do the same in 1 Corinthians 10, 22. 
First Corinthians chapter ten, verse twenty-two. Mm-hmm. Do we provoke Yahweh to jealousy? Are we stronger than he? Yeah. Are you stronger than Yahweh? Yahweh tell you what to tell your mouth, what not. But you, you, you do it the way you want to, you know. That means you know you're on the boat and the devil's going to get your dietary. That must mean you're stronger than he is. But look at he told Moses in 11, 23, a number. Hey, hey, Prince, what did, what did Yahweh say to Moses in the 11th chapter, verse 23, a number? What did he say to Moses? Numbers, chapter 11, verse 23. Numbers, chapter 11, verse 23. And Yaqua said unto Moses, Is Yaqua's hands waxed short? And you shall see now whether my word shall come to pass unto you or not. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? You see, you see, you see, do I got short? You think you think my word ain't gonna stand? We gonna see. We gonna see. You keep on eating that all. You yes. you gonna see with my with my word stand that stuff gonna deliver you up. You yes. gonna see. Yes. You the man just said so much. I tell you what, what I said, you gonna see. You gonna see who word gonna stand. That's right. And you know. You know what's written in Deuteronomy 8, verse 3? Hey, person, what is written in Deuteronomy 8, verse 3? Okay. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 3. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 3. And he humbled you and suffered you to hunger and feed you with mamma, which you knoweth, knoweth not. And neither did that your fathers know that he might make you know that man does not live by bread only, but every word that proceeded out of the mouth of Yahweh do man live. Yeah. Well, man live by what he saying. Listen, if man live, you live by what he's saying. Mm-hmm. He said, I don't have no alligator on him, Moses. My arm ain't not short. You're going to see what I tell my mouth, that's it. Yeah. If I tell you to tell children of Israel to leave that, that strange food alone and they can, and they go in another direction, they're they going to have a problem they have today. Yeah. Look at all of our, look at all these dark cooked places. Look who's in there. Look what we got. Look at all the diseases we got. Some pig blood, clogged blood. Because your God carries. It's what you, what you take. But remember one thing in Wisdom Solomon 16, verse 12. And what is saying in Wisdom Solomon 16, verse 12? Wisdom of Solomon. And what is saying in 16, verse 12? Chapter 16, verse 12. For it was neither herb nor mortifying plaster that restored them to health. But your word, O Yahweh, which healeth all things. You see that? You're getting, you're getting medicine now 
that heals you is seeing this word and applying it. Now, that was David's boy that made that statement. He had to pull it from somewhere. Let's go to uh, 107 verse 20. Where you pull that verse from? He pulled that verse. His Bible taught him well. So he pulled that verse from 107 verse 20. And what did he say in 107 verse 20? Psalm chapter 107 verse 10. Verse 20. Oh, verse 20. Okay. Psalm 107 verse 20. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. What 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 here you point around seven verse twenty? Princess, what here you doing? Psalms one oh seven verse twenty. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. Listen, the word will hear you. But you gotta obey what the man when you when you shown by the mouth of the seal. Yeah. That you can read. This is what heals you. You got to make a decision. Your family members don't do things that according to the system of a great day, but that great day gonna cost you. Huh? It gonna cost you. Well, it'll cause you a trip to a dark world. Because once you know you're a king of Israel and you don't apply this dietary, then guess what he tell you? He'll tell you something um in five fourteen of St. John. Look what he look what he said in five fourteen of St. John. See once you don't apply we once you hear the truth or the matter, you know what he got written in St. John five fourteen? What he got written? John chapter five, verse fourteen. Afterwards, Yahweh the Son findeth him in the temple, and said unto him, Behold, you are made whole. Sin no more, lest a worse thing come unto you. You hear what I'm saying? Yeah, you, 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 you've been made whole now. You know what he's telling you, what to put in your mouth, what not to put in your mouth. Even look here. Stop it. Did what will happen to you in 514? John chapter 5, verse 14. Afterwards, Yahweh the Son findeth him in the temple and said unto him, Behold, you are made whole. Sin no more, lest a worse thing come unto you. You see that? If you're saying it get worse and worse, because what happens, the more you keep visiting God Cook, all he's doing is famine on you. He knows you're going to be eating stuff that he eats, but he's going to try to treat you with the same with the same old envelope that everybody else. You can't, they, you can't, they can't treat you the same envelope as everybody else. You're different. How you gonna give me the same thing? It's like, you know, like they, uh, like they got cars with diesel fluid and, and diesel, certain uh, gasoline. They got this car with manufactured this gas. You can't put that gasoline in because they're going to mess it up. You, you understand that? You might know, I can put that in my car right there, but that, that, that gas is not much this car consists of. But for your own body, you can put anything in it. Now, for that old, old pretty car you got, you make sure that they pull to the pump, you know, back in the day, 
you like to put the fat meat in the greens? No, no, you can't put the fat. No, you can't put the fat meat in the greens. You, he said, what was the fat meat and, and the blood? What did Yaquah tell Moses, tell Aaron, and them elders to do according to 317? Read the in that, huh? Leviticus chapter 3, verse 17. It shall be a perpetual statue for your generations throughout all your dwellings, that you eat neither fat nor blood. Neither fat nor blood. Yes. That means you cannot go to the restaurant and then you say, well, uh, well, how do you want your steak? I want mine well. I won't mind well. Then the steak comes back to you. To, oh, in every steak, you see the, the fat around the steak. He said, you can't eat that. You can't eat the fat around. Take the fat off of it. Take the fat off of it. You not eat that. The blood, you, you can't eat the blood. You know, the average other nation, they want their food that's hot enough for the blood to run down their steak. You know that. They love having raw food. They love to taste the blood. But then you want to get the position of being friends with the other nations, then you tell them, get, or make mine the same way you make him. Mm. Then you be, you be, your head be swimming all over the place, and, and mm. they out there doing the boogles. <laughs> they doing the boogles. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> You be lying back in your food like you in a boat float. <laughs> trying to eat like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. What's that, dog? What's that, cousin? I said they be dizzy as I don't know what. Be floating in the air, <laughs> don't know what hit, what hit them. You see that? Because he keeps telling you, you cannot eat what they eat. You got to eat what the man tell you. You eat nothing. That's what I said the chapter of Leviticus. So you see, he's telling you, in the Israel, sing warrior, what you eat and what you don't eat. Now, look what he said now in verse 9. In Leviticus chapter 11, verse 9. Leviticus chapter 11, verse 1. And Yahweh spake unto Moses and to Aaron, saying unto them. 11, 9. Verse 9. These shall you eat of all that are in the waters, whatsoever have fins and scales in the waters, and in the seas, and in the rivers, them shall you eat. Now look what he say. Now look what he tell now look, look what Yaquah tell Moses. Now Moses, you tell to the Israel, now you 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 going fishing, right? You going now you need restaurants now? If you go and get you some restaurant food, do that fish you get ready to eat. Do it that fish. Did it have fish and scales on it for you? Oh, no, no. This is one of the more smooth head fish. One of the more, no, I can't eat that bit. I can't eat no fish if it, if, it, if, it don't, if it don't have fish and scales on it. Mm. No, no, these, these were smooth fish. Mm-hmm. You, go, you go to a restaurant, they got some fish called $30, $40, $50 a plate. Mm-hmm. What kind of fish is that? Or these just smooth fish? This smooth fish gonna have me uh, have dark cooked with. Uh, had to be rushed out of his bed just come in and get his pockets filled off me. 
You can't eat no smooth fish. You can't eat nothing in the water unless it got fins and scales on it. So that shrimp, you go and get you some some red lobsters and all that. No, you eat uh, red lobsters. You eat, um, yeah, uh, what's called uh, what that thing called uh, that hopper, the hopper. What thing you hopping around? Frog legs. Oh, frog, frog legs. Mm. Uh, all that jellyfish stuff. You can you can eat that. Mm-mm. You can't eat no octopus. All them legs, all them legs on octopus. You can't have no octopus soup. You can't eat that. Shouldn't have been around. If that fish, if they gonna bring you a fish that ain't got fish and scales on, you gotta say no. This gonna mess me up. Mm-hmm. Well, you got people look like old people. They can't eat it. I know they can't eat it. They wouldn't give them what to eat like my people would. Yep, they have no instructions. Oh, now you, now you different. Now you different. We was made different. Mm-hmm. Now look at WCC. Where was you made different from other nations? Mm. Mm. Well, WCC, where our council taken. Let me get a precept out of that, man. Let's go to 11 chapter of the book of Exodus. This didn't appear that now, that now they want to speak now. <laughs> you know, we it's different, and let's let's see who made us different. You go and read and see that we was made different by somebody, and we gonna read. We going to seven chapters or uh, the book, World Council chapters. Well, you know, everybody's the same. Okay. Well, let's go to the 11th chapter, and let's see, we, let's see will that hold up. Let me go to the 11th chapter of uh, the book of Exodus. Let's see will that hold up in the 11th chapter. Uh, let's look at Exodus chapter 11. Pick hmm. it on by verse 3. What it says in 11 verse 3. It's really for 11. Pick it around by verse number. Yeah, pick it around verse three. Eleven verse three. Let's see. Let's see what the Bible says. We'll read down to we get our point. Exodus, uh, Exodus chapter eleven, verse three. And Yahweh spake, un- and Yahweh gave the children favor in the sight of of the Egyptians. Moreover, mm-hmm. the man Moses was very great in the land of Egypt. In the sight of Pharaoh's servants, and in the sight of the people. Verse 4. And Moses said, Thus said Yahweh, About midnight I will go out into the midst of Egypt. Verse 5. And all the firstborn in the land of Egypt shall die from the firstborn of Pharaoh that sitteth upon his throne even unto the firstborn of the manservant that beside the mill, that behind the mill, and all the firstborn of the beasts. Verse 6, And there shall be a great cry throughout all the land of Egypt, such as there was none like it, nor shall be like it any more. Verse 7, for against any of the children of Israel 
shall not a dog move his tongue against man or beast, that you may know how that Yahweh doeth put a difference between Egyptian and Israel. Hallelujah. Wow. That's cutting. You cut? Oh, yeah, then. <laughs> That's some blood. It's some blood right there. You see that? So you see, it, it, it ain't got nothing to do with skin color. Yeah. Yeah. It ain't got nothing to do with skin color. That's right. He made a difference between who? Who, who he made a difference The Egyptians and Israel. The true Israel. And, and, and you got a lot of people thinking that we are we from the songs of the hand. See that? That's yeah. the songs of the hand. And you got, you got the Mormon teachers say, you know, you know uh, y'all, from, y'all from the curse seed of hand. No, not according to what we just read then. Not mm. according to Yahweh. Ham, that's the seed. That's the sense of Ham. Ham was made different from the children of Ham. Mm. We from the children of Ham. That's who Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob remained changed to Israel. Can I come out of Ham? We didn't come yeah. out of Ham. There's right. a difference between us. And the difference is this understanding his words. Mm. He was giving his word and they wasn't. That's the mm. difference. And under the color. Mm. It got mm. nothing to do with color. It got something that we made us different because he deal with us and then deal with them. Now, I thought he called him a name in that verse. Mm. Y'all I called him a name. I didn't call him a name. What name did he call? Back about what name did he call the, the sons of Ham? He called him by a name. Let's see, let's see, let's see what Prince pull out that name that he just called them. He called him that. Not, I didn't say it. I'm going to have Prince's read to you. I know because everybody is that called the series, this series. There you go again. You're throwing that old race card up. You ain't throwing a race card up. No, no. He just called them a what? What did he call them again, though? We can okay. take a time, read the verse again, on okay. what he just called the songs of Ham. Exodus chapter 11, verse 7. But against any of the children of Israel shall not a dog move his tongue against man or beast, that you may know how that Yahweh do put a difference between Egyptians and Israel. Yaquasi. The existence is the sentence of Ham. Yes. The children of Israel is the descendants of Ham. Yes. Two different lineages. It is that you got the Mormon churches and a lot of Christian pastors teach. We are called Ham. No, because you've been taught wrong. We are not from Ham, we from Ham. That's why you got to know who you are. It's a difference. It got nothing to do with color. It got something to do with who he did with and who he didn't. Now, the sinners of the other nations that dark skin, they, 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 they can eat rattlesnakes like the Chinese and Japanese. They eat rattlesnakes. They uh, eat, they eat uh, you can go on your phone right now and ask them, well, what can I give me a nice, um, um, Rat sandwich. Mm-hmm. And they say exactly what you need a rat sandwich is. 
Where can I get a dog leg in? A cat leg in? Mm-hmm. They tell you exactly what you um, Dog leg and cat. That's your telephone. That's it. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to go to a Chinese restaurant and I want me a dog leg or a cat leg. Mm-hmm. Well, what's those you want to make? They'll tell you. <laughs> They'll tell you. Dog leg, cat leg, bait, you can get. Yeah, have you noticed? Have you ever noticed in your neighborhood sometimes you, you you got a lot of signs that missing cat, missing dog? What do you think they? What do you think you? What do you think they're missing at? You got restaurants right in China right now. Just Google your phone, and they'll tell you you can get a dog any part you want off the grill any time now. You can get a cat. And some rat, rat now. A brother told me, he said, now I, I was real drunk last night. I mean, he said, I had me some Chinese food, and I seen little tails in there with her. I went on tails. Cut. Listen. Listen. Bottom line, turn the bitch right now. Oh, Japanese, Chinese. They dangerous with a cat and a, a cat and a rat. But remember, they take their own. They send their own, which called fill of meat. Fill of meat. You know we want some some stuff that you order there. You get fill of meat. What do you think that fill of meat is in? What do you think that is? That fill of meat is. But he told you something. But he even already told you something to the visitor. But you don't pay it no never mind because you you think you have an American Negro. Mm-hmm. You said, hey, 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 baby, what time you you coming? You coming home? Uh, I don't feel like you're gonna cook it. Once you stop by the Chinese food and bring me uh, yeah. But do you know we got written in twenty fourth chapter two hundred? Do you know? We'll find out. Let's let's we'll find out what he got written in two hundred twenty four. Do you know this uh? It's written in your Bible. Let's see, let's see what's written in your Bible. It's things written in your Bible that you need to know about. I mean, if you don't want to help yourself, you, you step the one that's coming out of your loins. Make it 23. Look what it says in verse 23. Verse 3. Now, we in Deuteronomy 23, verse 3. Let's read one verse at a time. What does it say in verse 3? Deuteronomy, chapter 23, verse 3. An Ammonite, an Ammonite, or Moabite, or Moabite, not enter into the congregation of Yaquah, even to their tenth generation, shall they not enter into the congregation of Yaquah forever. Now, now he, now he tell the Moses to tell Aaron them about two people. What's their name again? The Ammonites and the Moabites. Now, this is the Ammonites and the Moabites today. Remember, everybody have a biblical name. They just don't use this biblical name because it puts its name on them. The Ammonites is called Chinese today. These are the Chinese. The more more bites, I mean, 
Japanese. Japanese is the Moabites. Yes. Chinese is the Moabites. Yes. Chinese is the Moabites. Ammonites is the Japanese. So you got the Japanese and the Chinese. Yes. You know, Chinese restaurant, you know, Chinese restaurant, Japanese restaurant, right? Let's see what he says about the Chinese and the Japanese today. This is their name. This is a biblical name. He's the one that Lot had by his two daughters. He's his Lot's descendant. That's why you see the good color on them, darker and darker because of the original. They were good and dark skinned over there before they were pushed back into the mom to heal. When you go and Google your phone and show you the ancient Japanese and Chinese, they're dark skinned with really hair. A little mission here and there. That's why you got the one today. That's no lesson. Let's see what he says about them, the Japanese and Chinese in verse 4. What do you say to, about them in verse 4? Deuteronomy chapter 23, verse 4. Because they met you not with bread and with water in the way. And when you came forth out of Egypt, and because they hired against you, Balaam, the son of Belar, and Peter, or Mesopotamia. What is that? Fear. Mesopotamia. Mesopotamia. Yes, Mesopotamia. Bail Peor or Mesopotamia. You wouldn't call Bail Peor or Mesopotamia to do what? To curse you. To curse you? Yes. You see what they did? So this is the man saying. That's no lesson in the Numbers chapter 21, 22. You can read just there. He says, Moses, you tell the children of Israel, you know when I, when I let y'all leave the land of Ham, Mizraim, and you had to go through Moab and Ammon's land. You had to go to the Ammonites and the Moabites, Japanese and Chinese land. You had to cross the land. And you was coming out from being there for 400 years from slavery. And when they seen you, they didn't meet you with bread and wine. They went to find Baal Peor of Mesopotamia to curse you. You was already beat down for 400 years. So you was coming down the land, head trying to get to your land. And they went out and got a suit sale to curse you. Then what happened next in verse 5? Verse 5. Nevertheless, Yahweh, your Yahweh, did not hearken unto Baal, Baal, but Yahweh, your Yahweh, turned the curse into a blessing unto you. Because Yahweh, your Yahweh, loved you. Stop it there. Because Yahweh what? Loved you. What? He loved you. So when you read John 3.16, do you clear what it talks about? He loved the world. What did he love? This is what world he loved. The world of the children of Israel. Because he loved you. He loved you. But then he told you something. He said, it do right. And they didn't repent, even to this day. They didn't do right. He said, if Japanese 
and the Chinese today that didn't treat you right when you came out of slavery after 400 years. Now, this is what Yahweh told Moses to tell the children of Israel to make sure. Six. Verse, uh, Deuteronomy 23, verse 6. You shall not seek their peace, nor their prosperity all your days forever. Hmm. Now look at that. Now look at that. Now look at that. He said, what again in verse 6? Deuteronomy 23, verse 6. You shall not seek their peace nor their prosperity all your days forever. Forever. You know, the prosperity is right. When they open up a store in your community, you pose, yep. you pose it. And like you know, you see it there. Mm-hmm. For how long? How long? Forever. 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 So you so oh. you don't stop off and eat no type of Chinese food at all. Mm-hmm. You don't eat no Chinese food at all. Nor no Japanese food at all. Forever. It, 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 it's forever going on right now. That's right. And, and the reason why, because of right now, when they met you, when you came about the land, they didn't meet you with bread and wine, so they, and they haven't repented today. They haven't repented today. See, remember, the only way you get off money this time, you got to repent. Mm. The Japanese and Chinese haven't repented today for what their forefathers have did. Mm. I mean, when? I I never heard on TV where we where we we apologize for our our profiles there when y'all was coming up out of but then you identify who the children of Israel is the Negroes. When y'all was coming up out of Egypt, we didn't meet you to bring wine, so we apologize. They ain't done that yet. Mm-hmm. So he said this penalty stays on the table. You seek not their peace, nor their prosperity forever. Yeah. They open what they want to open up in your community for act like you don't care. All your days. All your days. Mm-hmm. And now you got preachers now that that, that that get in contact with the Christian pastor and tell them you can come to the all you eat Chinese restaurant and I give you and you, you and the first lady a free meal, but I charge them up double. They got they got buffets, Chinese buffets. Yeah. But the preacher, if he brings his congregation there, he get a free meal, him and the first lady. So all y'all got to pay double. And he, and he love every minute of it. Hmm. And every half of it ain't waiting on you. Huh? Everything ain't waiting on you. You see that? Yeah. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Can this the people? Yeah. He get a free meal, him and the first lady get a free meal, then you got to pay double. On stuff hmm. that going to have your stomach all turned upside down. You have blood clogs. <laughs> You be yeah. all kind of, and you, and you want to know why you always got got to keep Doc Cook on your feed dial. That's right. You got to set the feed dial for Doc Cook. And all you got to do is put the pictures with the Bible telling you what to do and what not to do. Let's go back to the chapter 11. So now I'm going to go to 11 again. So now you see, he's he, he talking to you. Through the page of the book, and look, you know, we've got a lot of our mothers. They all think Doc Cook right now. 
like Mother D.F. Israel, huh? Mother Devin, Mother Esther, they all up in God's cooking right now. You know what it is? Because somebody got a good business deal and they want to celebrate. They want to celebrate. Where are you going to celebrate at? You go on and get us a sense of restaurant we can get our hands on. But look, you know what happened to you? See? See, we got to lead by example. We got to know who we are. We got to know our lot. What our lot is. We got to know our lot. You cannot help others unless you start with yourself. You got to know who you are. So in the book of chapter 11, he's not talking to everybody. He's talking to one people, the children of Israel, the Israelites. Go into the 11th chapter and see what he says. He's still talking to the children of Israel. What he says now in verse number 10. Deuteronomy chapter 23, verse 10. If there be among you any man that hold is on, not... Hold on, hold on. Make it 11. 11 verse 10. Make it 11. Leviticus oh. 11 verse 10. No, Leviticus. Leviticus 11 verse 10. Leviticus. Okay, Leviticus. Leviticus. Hmm? Okay, Leviticus. Leviticus chapter 11 verse 10. Verse 10. And all that have not fins and scales and the seas and the rivers and all that moved in the waters and of of any living thing which is in the waters they shall be an abomination unto you so if you eat anything from the water that do not have that do not have fins and scales to you the children of Israel is a what to you Abomination. To who? To you, to the children of Israel. You see that? So if you eat anything from the rest of us, anything that's talking about some fish, or anything from the water, and if it didn't have fins and scales on it, when you eat it, it's a what to you? What is it again? Abomination. Unto you. You see that? Unto the children. Verse 11. Leviticus chapter 11, verse 11. They shall be even an abomination unto you, children of Israel. You shall not eat of their flesh, but you shall have their carcasses in abomination. Yeah. Verse 12. Verse 12. Whatsoever have no fins nor scales in the waters... That shall be an abomination unto you, children of Israel. So anytime you go into, I remember a restaurant over there around Canal. They got um, they got shrimp and they got a, uh, and everybody's doing it for frog meat. After you you get out all night long and burnt the bridges up upside down to go Canal. I don't know if it's there or not. I don't know if it's there or not. Now, in fact, I ain't, you know. Sitting in them areas and over 30, 40 years ago. Mm. I don't know if you see it or not, but when you come out of uh, the lounges back in the days, 
you find a whole line that be on the Canal Street. And Jeffrey didn't die up in there. Fog legs. Fog legs. I mean, packed all the way. It, it packed all the way. They even frog legs. Frog legs and shrimp. Frog legs and shrimp. Yeah. I don't know if you that or not. I don't know. I mean, what, what the WCC is Okay. See, you, you know. I mean, well, you know, you if you, you won't got the restaurant day anyway. They won't got the, the frog legs, but I mean, you know they do? They just pass from generation to generation. Same bloodline got that place. Way back in the days, they still got it because they pass it on from generation to generation. You know what we do? And we read that well. I know I'm in generation past because I ain't never seen it. But they pass it on to their family members to keep bringing you shrimp and frog legs and catfish. Shrimp, frog legs, and catfish. And they tell you, then you have a truck come past and say, farm raised catfish. God, oh, farm raised. That, that's good. What do you mean by farm raised? What do you mean by farm raised? You know the crap that we got to eat on our dinner plate to get to the fish. That would mean by farm, farm, uh, farm, uh, what I said again? What word I said? What word I said again? Uh, 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 for the, what the, I don't know. <laughs> for the, um, no, the, the cap is it says farm raised. Yeah, farm raised. Farm raised. You know, farm raised catfish. You ever seen signs saying this is farm raised catfish? Then you ask me the question, well, what do you mean by farm raised catfish? You know the crap that we that we get to eat? We put that we put it into our fish bowl. We feed the cat we feed what we at. We at hog malls. We had um, uh, hog bacon and all that kind of stuff, and that's what we did in. Tell me about farm-raised catfish. Mm. All, all of what was left over from dinner, they eat. That would mean by trucks come back saying farm-raised catfish. Farm-raised farm catfish. You don't believe no catfish anyway. So they got a fin, but they got no tail. They got a fin back there. But he said, what did he say again in verse 12? 11, 12? Uh, you want <clears throat> Leviticus chapter 11, verse 12? Yeah, what did he say? Whatsoever have no fins nor scales in the waters, that shall be an abomination unto you, children of Israel. You see that? The catfish got uh, fins, but they got no scales. They, they all sniffy old fish. Mm. Yeah, you look down and say, which one you want? You, you know, you slide all those things. You got to put a net on him. He slide all those. A lot of fish, you take them by the scales and, and pick them up. He, but he, he, he all slippery old fish. Old slippery fish. Mm. Okay. Now... When you read verse 13, 
Now you say, I don't deal with you. Well, look what it says in verse 13. I'm, I'm just going to give you a case in point. Verse 13. What it says in 13. Leviticus chapter 11, verse 13. Mm-hmm. And these are, we still in 11, right? Leviticus yeah, 11? 11, 13. Yeah, 11, 13. Leviticus chapter 11, verse 13. And these are they which you shall have an abomination among the files. They shall not be eaten. They are an abomination. The eagle and the I don't know what that is. But then the that altar, you know, the old neck altar. I can't pronounce the name. I ain't going to tell it. Because I get no calls on it. You pronounce it. You get old long neck thing. You see, you don't need that. Oh, I don't need that. No, I don't need no I don't need no long neck altar. You know, I don't need that. Okay, right. Okay, good. But look at says verse 18. Verse 18, uh, Leviticus 11:18, and and the swine and the pelican, pel- yeah, the pelican and the and the gear eagle. Okay, okay. Now read verse 18 again. The first one, the first one says, verse 18, and the swine. Oh, 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 what is what is that? The swine. That's yeah. a duck. That's yeah. a duck. You, you, look at this. You tamped some duck. Mm. So you got duck. You got duck all day long, don't you? See y'all You don't need no duck. Oh, I love me some duck. Look at that. This is only got a long neck and short neck duck. That's all it is, duck. They be on. They they be on to the and, and Godfrey Park time pulling no catching no ducks. Mm. They got to go hide the ducks with it. Don't do it. Try that. Put a net on them duck, them, them duck. Crawl around up on the bench and with a net, try to catch them ducks. <laughs> 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 well, okay, so they put a rubber around Douglas Park. And they got right. the wet feet, too. Mm-hmm. Right, they, they are, them ducks, them ducks be peeping. They, that's why they stay all, all hung up. Huddle together, crazy. Look at, don't break away now. Mm-hmm. Got some brothers, some soul brothers over there. They got a net up under them bitches over there. Did you see them up under them bitches? They put, mm-hmm. they, they put a net in there. Break away from the pack. Yeah. Take over okay. the road. <laughs> okay. What is it in verse 29? Leviticus chapter 11, verse 29. These also shall be unclean unto you among the creeping things. That creep upon the earth, the weasel, and the mouse, mouse, and the tortoise. After the his tortoise. okay, let's talk about the weasel first. Now, what's that weasel? What's the name by the weasel? You talking about that old uh, uh, old thing? You know that weasel? Uh, uh, um, they go out coon hunting. They go look for uh, raccoons. The raccoon. Yeah, what y'all going? We going uh, uh, coon hunting, rat coon hunting. That's a weasel. Mm. They go back and they go back and catch some weasels. Mm. They, they got some weasels and some uh, weasels and, and raccoons in, in, in the backyard. There he is. He, he, I'm, put, I'm put my bang on him. Mm. That's the weasel. 
the raccoon. I remember mean, a teacher come to class back in the day. She said, I couldn't make the Sabbath day feel. Why not? These are raccoons all day. I was trying to do it, raccoons all in my front yard. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's why you didn't come to class, huh? So this mm-hmm. raccoon, that's the reason. The raccoon. They got, a, they got the raccoon and they got the possum. No, this raccoon, you got the possum. They want to play dead. That old possum. You know, you catch you, 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 you possum. No, no. You catch a possum where he's not prepared for you, he'll play dead on you. Mm. What do you do? He feel like he dead. He be peeping at you, but he play dead on the possum. That's what they call it. You, you know, when somebody say you, you land like old possum. A possum will play dead on you. Because mm. he don't need bother with you, but he be, like, you catch him red-handed somewhere, and, and he just play, play possum on you. You like you say, hey, Doug, you playing possum on me. You know what I mean? The possum, the weasel, the raccoon, these one and the same. And we, we love to hear about some old, some old, old brother hit a possum on the street. Brother's coming to try to pick that possum up. Man, I'm going on board this thing. He hit it, possum trying to get across the street. Car hit him, knocked him up in the air. Old brother jumped his car and let me call it Miller Street and say, I'm going to look here. I'm going to put me some water up on this thing here. You see? Okay. And the mouth. What do you mean by the mouth? You mean you don't eat no mouth? Then what are you doing? What are you eating Chinese food for? They specialize in mouth. Chinese food specialize in mouth. They specialize in mouth. They specialize in dogs and cats. Do you know that? Google your phone itself and, and find out, can I get me a mouse and cat and rat in Japan? What to do? To the restaurant. That's where they make their money. They got, they got, they got slaughter shops. And they got it where you sit up front and wait on it. You wait on your dog leg. You wait on a cat leg. You wait on a, a rat back. And then they take the rat and put it and they put it all in the bags and they ship it to the brothers, the gay brothers of in the in the in the country. Hundred pound bag. And that's what fills into what you eat. You know you what you eat, just a fill. You don't make it fat, make it nice. Oh, look how fat and thick that is. You just got fill inside of it. And they bag it. They got to buy it from on themselves. So they, everybody get a bag full and, and swipe the stuff in and make it, you know, you work with it. Where's the guy? The turtle. Oh, the turtle. Mm-hmm. You mean, yes, the turtle. That old thing that hides itself inside his shell. You know, you we go catch him and, and put some put some water on his tail too and pull his meat out of there. We love the turtle meat. Turtle meat. That turtle tried to it's on turtle feed oh oh African American Negro, he even walk faster. He know about you, he been hearing about you. You love some turtle. Turtle meat. Oh, where you going? I'm going turtle turtle hunting. Turtle hunting. Do y'all what I say? You don't eat no turtle. You don't eat no 
mouth, and you don't eat no weasel. Now, he tell you these things now before the, before the gloom and doom comes. What you mean? Look at a lot of they say. What you mean, gloom and doom? Uh, it's a penalty for it. Well, well, uh, let's go to Isaiah. Let's find out what a penalty for it for the Latter Day Saints, the Utah Committee Board. What's a penalty for it for 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 that kind of eating? See me find a way that penalty for it is that we're going to um, Isaiah sixty-five. Well, let's, let's do sixty-six first. Let's see, let's see if the penalty for eating outside of the God terrible children of Israel. Let's see what he says in 56 verse 15. 15 down verse 17. Let's see what he says. Let's see what he says in Isaiah 66 verse 15 down to verse 17. Let's see what he said to Isaiah the seer. What he said, uh, Princess? Isaiah chapter 6, 6, verse 15. 15 down to verse 17. Okay. Isaiah chapter 66, verse 15 to 17. Verse 15. For behold, Yahweh will come with fire and with a chariot like a wind will to render his anger with fury and his rebuke with flame of fire. Verse 16, For by the fire and by his, word, his sword will Yahweh plead with all flesh, and the slain of Yahweh shall be many. Verse 17, They that sanctify themselves and purify themselves in the garden behind one tree in the mist, eating swine's flesh, and the abomination and the mouse shall be consumed together, said Yahweh. What? You mean if I'm eating, if I'm eating pig, I might well eat a mouse? He said, yeah, they both go together. He said, if you eat pig, you might well eat the mouse too. You don't say no yucky on the mouse. He said, I'm going to consume both of you together. If you eat pig, pig flesh, center cut pork chops, you might well eat a center cut mouse back. Because both of them go together. Read again verse 17. Let's see if you say that in verse 17. So if you eat pig, if you eat pig, you might well get you a mouse on the, on the side of it. So both of you going to be consumed together, says Yahweh. Now, Princess is going to read one more time, verse 17, about the, the pig eating. If you eat pig, you might as well eat the mouse too. Verse 17. Isaiah chapter 66, verse 17. They that sanctified themselves and purified themselves in the garden behind one tree in the mist, eating swine's flesh and the abomination, the mouse, Shall be consumed together, says Yahweh. Hey, hey, Princess, is he saying the mouse and and the pig go together? 
Is, is, is that what you're saying, verse 17? Yes, the abomination. So, and they couldn't turn them together. If you eat one, you might eat the other. Is that what he's saying? If you, if you eat one, yeah. your mind will eat the other. Yeah. Is that what you mean? Yeah. So both of them going to be consumed together. So if yeah. you eat pig, 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 chicken, you might will eat the mouth with it. You might will chase it down with the mouth. So they're going together according to Yahweh. I'll call the 6, 6, verse 17. But look what he says in 65. Hey, brother, and look what he says in 65. Mm-hmm. He says something in 65 about, you know, the same thing. Verse number one. Let's see what he says in 65. Let's read down a little bit. Let's see what he says in 65, verse one. 65. Isaiah chapter 65, verse one. I am salt of them that ask not for me. I am found of them that sought me not. I said, mm-hmm. Behold me. Behold me unto a nation that was not called by my name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Verse 2. I have spread out my hands all the day unto the rebellious people, which walketh in a way that was not good after their own thoughts verse 3 of people that provoked me to anger continually to my face that sanctified in gardens that sacrificed in gardens and burneth incense upon the altar of brick verse 4 which remained among the graves and lodged in the mountains a monument. Yeah. That, that means they're in great big churches. That means big churches. Yeah. Yeah. In a big old church. One of, one of them big old, them big, like big powder house churches. One of them big old churches. Go ahead. Yeah. Which eats swine's flesh and broth of uh, abominable things is in their vessel. Verse 5. Which say, stand by yourself. Come not near to me, for I am holier than you. These mm-hmm. are the, these are a smoke in my not my nose, a fire that burneth all the day. Okay. Verse six. Behold, it is written before me. I will not keep silent, but will recompense. Even. Recompense unto your bosom. Verse 7. Your, your sin, your iniquities, and the iniquities of your fathers together, saith Yahweh, which have burnt incense upon the ma- mountains and blasphemed me upon the hills. What do you say in verse 4? Isaiah chapter 65, verse 4. Which remain among the graves and lodge in the monuments, which eat swine's flesh and broth of abominable things is in their vessels. What, what do you mean by this? They eat swine's flesh and they eat the broth of it. You know, no, you know, they, uh, that's uh, the ham hock. 
that's the broth. You know, I'm like, oh, no, no, I'm not eating the ham. Huh? I'm not eating the fat meat. No, no, no. The fat meat is just to season the greens with. Get the broth, all the fat meat getting in there, and if the hog, a mold dripping out, no, 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 he's taking it out. We don't even have to season the greens. See, that's the seasoning. See, they put, they put the fat meat in there. You know, it, you know uh, go get me three pounds of greens and bring me a piece of fat meat with it. What's the fat meat for? Oh, you know, the fat meat is the seasoning. Mm-hmm. See? That's the fat meat for the seasoning. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. We're eating the fat meat. We just use just the seasoning greens. The ham hocks is there. The uh, neck bones in there. It's the seasoning the greens. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm a fifty for putting that broth in that green food. He's a fifty for He said, I'm going to recompense you in your book. You know what I mean? He's like, you got one of my grandbabies that's about two years old. And he said, come here, come here, come here. And he grabbed by his bosom, two years old, and he put him up. He said, why you stop being so bad? Mm-hmm. He said, that's don't do to you. Mm-hmm. That don't do to you. I'm going to grab you in your bosom. Yeah. Yeah. That putting that, the meat in the green, so like you got in there to season the food. I got in there to season. Mm. <laughs> you see, what are you trying to tell you, Steve Ryan? Steve gave you a way to avoid punishment. Why don't you take it? Look what it says in Genesis 1 29 to 31. Genesis chapter 1 29 to 31. Look, look what he said. We put mankind together. Look what he said to you. Mankind should always never forget. Genesis chapter 1, mm-hmm. verse 29 to 31. That's what he said. Genesis chapter 1, verse 29 through 31. And Yahweh said, verse 29, And Yahweh said, Behold, I have given you every herb bearing seed, which is upon the face of all the earth, and every tree, and which is the fruit of a tree yielding seed, to you it shall be for meat. Verse 30. And to every beast of the earth, and to every fowl of the air, and to everything that creepeth upon the earth, wherein there is life, I have given every green herb for meat. And it is, and it was so. Verse 31. And Yahweh saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. And the evening and the morning were the sixth day. So, so what, so according to verse 30, what did he give mankind, especially Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, tell Moses, what did he tell you to eat in verse 30? Genesis chapter 1, verse 30. And to every beast of the earth, and to every fowl of the air, and to everything that creepeth upon the earth, wherein there is life, I have given every green herb for meat. And it was so. He gave you green herbs for meat. Green herbs. Green herbs. All that green food that you see, that is your meat. That is your meat. And you, you, met, you read the three meats to go with it. 
But he said, all that green stuff you see, all that good green stuff, he said, I give you that for your meat. Yes. It's your meat, the green food. So when you sit down to dip, and you better have a kitchen of meat. Do you got green stuff in, in your plate? Okay. So if you want to do something real good for the, for the, for the, you want to make a nice, a uh, good old celebration dinner. Okay. You got it written about a good celebration dinner in 11 verse 5 on Exodus. Number. Make it number. 11 verse 5. You, okay, I, I mean, I want to do something special for this old guy over here. Or, uh, uh, uh I won't do something extra for this because I don't make a good meal. Oh, you do? You got to ring about a good meal. And Leviticus 11 verse 5, you want, you want, you want to make a, a good meal? Let's go read what it says in 11 verse 5. About making a special meal. Numbers chapter 11 verse 5. Let's just make a nice meal. A nice meal. I'm going to, I'm going can you, to, can you cook good? Yeah, I can cook good. I'm going to make you a meal. Come on, come, come on and get this meat. Numbers Num- 11, verse 5. Chapter Numbers 11, 11 5. verse 5. We remember the fish which we did eat in Egypt freely, the cucumbers and the melons and the leeks and the onions and the garlic. And the garlic. Mm-hmm. There go, there go your a full course meal. Yes. There go your full course meal that the children of Israel ate. Now, you make a full course meal, then write it down. Eleven verse five. There go your full course meal. Hallelujah. Eleven verse five. Hmm. There go your full course meal. Oh, I want to do some I want to make a, a full course meal. Okay, there it is. That written eleven verse five. Get you know what the leeks do? The leeks, the leeks is a, the leeks is a season. You put that, in, you put that in, in, in what you cooking your black eyed peas or whatever, and yeah. uh, you, your for that 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 aroma just knock it knocks the room out. That leek. Yeah, it does. And the Tastes and you fresh. See that milling, and you see that milling. That's that old watermelon you used to chase it down with. See that watermelon? That's the key. That watermelon. Now we gotta wait three months to get another watermelon. Why do we got all the stuff to get in the watermelon? We can't get it. I went over to one of the more places. I said, look here. I see you got some watermelon now, but you gotta cut it off into four pieces. How much is uh, a quarter of that piece? He said, $7.39. I said, what? $7.39. You see what's going on now? Yeah. And we be clean with, listen, we got to the land, let's build, throw the trees up, we need to We need to have our own truck. Then we can go meet the brothers over there at the borderline, is over in Florida and there, and load up and bring stuff back to the greenhouse. Why do we got to wait three months to the Walmart? Yeah. Why? Because we waiting on somebody else to jump up. Why we ain't got our own truck? Give me sense of love, meet at the borderline in Florida and all them hot places in Mexico, whatever. Load them up and bring the water on back. And we can be water known when it's like the world is now. Mm-hmm. So, water known is the paper. 
mean, you, you look around, man, and that plus all of God. Like, you, know, you know, reading your forefathers, um, uh, made it because when they had all them hogs and killers and stuff like that, they plus it down with the water number. The water number plus that got out their system. But then you then Mr. Um, Mr. Other Nation so looking at you so where you where you were preparing that, now you got them on, on stop. Now you go to the store now, they say, here's some clean killings. They got a book of a clean killings. What do you mean? A hijack. How you got some some, ki- some killings clean? These clean killings. A tenth, a five-pound bucket for $30 of clean killings. How you clean some killings up? We read, we read over there in 414. What did we read again in uh, Joe 414? What did we read again in uh, Now, you got, you go to stores right now, and you ask them, hey, where's the clean killings at? Clean killings? You must ain't read no Bible. What is that in Job 14, verse 4? Job, Job chapter 14, verse 4. Who can bring a clean thing out of an unclean, not one? You see that? And you go right now to your local grocery store and order some and get your bucket of clean chickens. They got, I mean, bowling, clean chickens on it. Charge you, and all they did, you got some old uh, African American nigger woman to just pick all the garbage off the off of it and put it into uh, a nice clean, clean, clean killing. All from a pig is clean. You see that? And you eat, and you eat them killing. You go get some clean killing. You can't make no killings clean. You can't make no hog clean. You see that? They say, well, you know, they, y'all people like it. You just better kill you. you know, y'all like it. Y'all like that hog. Some pig Pig tail. Y'all like it. Now, okay. Now, what else go with your meal? What else you supposed to have with your meal? Okay, now you know for, now, now you got a full course meal. Now what if here come an angel out of heaven? He gonna tell David something to put in right about some something else go with your meal. You just, you just, I just know, oh this this fellow right here, uh, this uh, sister right here, I wanna really do it up. Okay, you wanna really do it up? Let me see how you really do it up. Let's go to Psalm 65, 1, 2, then skip down to 9 through 13. You want to do it up? Oh, I want to, I just want, I just want to blow him or her out the water with this meal. Okay, good. What the Bible tell you do? Psalm 65, 1, 2, 9 through 13. Let's see what the Bible tell you do. Okay, Psalm chapter 65, verse 1. Mm-hmm. Verse 1. Praise, wait for you, O Yahweh of Yahweh Judah, and unto you shall the vow be performed. Verse 2. O you that heareth prayer, unto you shall all flesh come. Verse 9 and 10. 
verse 9, you visited the earth and watered it. You greatly enriched it with the river of Yaquah, which is full of water. You prepared them corn. And when you have so provided for it, verse 10, you walk as you water it the ridges thereof abundantly. You settle it the floor the flora thereof. You make it, it soft with showers. You bless it the springing thereof. Verse eleven. You crown it the year with the, your goodness, and you pass drop fatness. Verse twelve. They drop upon the pasture of the wilderness, and the little hills rejoice on every side. Verse 13, the pastures are clothed with flocks. The valleys are also are covered over with corn, and they shout for joy. They also sing. I hate that term. What do you say in verse 10 again? 10 and, 10 and 13, what do you say? What do you say going to meal? Chapter 65, verse 10 and 13. Verse 10, you water it the ridges thereof abundantly and settle it the furrows thereof. You make it it soft with showers and you bless it the springing thereof. Verse 13, the pastures are clothed with flocks. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I, I missed the word. I missed something. No, you said something else. I, 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 I missed the word. Um, read verse 9 again. I missed the word. I missed the word. Read verse 9 again. I missed the word. Psalm 65, verse 9. You visited the earth and watered it. You greatly enriched it with the river of Yaquah which is full of water. You prepare us them corn when you wait have... Wait a minute. You prepare them what? What are you talking about? You prepare them corn. Oh! So Yahweh prepared you corn. Then if you, if you got this corn in your system, which is a blood purifier, in case you round somebody sick, you go into hospitals and they all sick already. You have a mask on. If you pull a corn, that's a blood purifier. What what did it make you do in verse thirteen? What did the corn make you do in verse thirteen? Psalm sixty-five, verse thirteen. The pastures are covered with flocks. The valleys also are covered with corn, and they shout for joy. They also sing. I hate that song. So if you get a big, if you get a big belly full of corn in you, what, what are you going to do with corn? The first 13 last two lines, what are you going to make you do? They shout for joy and also sing. Ain't that something? If you got a belly full of corn in you, it's going it to give you an uppity spirit. See, right? Yaquara had got this corn for you. It's a blood purifier. This corn in your system will allow people to. They got a cold, they sick and all that. You got the corn and you got the blood purifier for you. That'll keep your immune system up. A big belly full of corn will keep your immune system up. See, where are you? 
Because you know why? Do you know why? Read, read 7, 8, 24, the same book. The angel going to tell David why. It's David. Do you know why the corn is a blood purifier? You walk around with a mask on, on your face all day long. All yeah. you need is a better for the corn on you, but better for the corn in you. Because I'm going to tell you something about this corn. The angel going to tell you something about this corn right now in Psalm 78, verse 24. Psalm chapter 78, verse Verse 1. 24. Verse who? 24. Oh, okay. Psalm 78, verse 21. 24. 24. Oh, 24. Okay. Psalm 78, verse 24. And had rained down manna upon them to eat, and had given them of the corn... Of heaven. Wait a minute. Where the corn from? Where the corn from? From heaven. The corn from heaven. See, so you got to be careful about what kind of corn you have now. That's not not what not. You got to be careful now. See right. Make sure your corn that you have has got the twenty three, twenty five, and do the hundred working with it. Make sure now. That the corn that you have have a Deuteronomy 2325. What's the You got to get some corn now. Make sure it is the 23rd chapter, verse 25. This is the kind of corn you're supposed to have in your system. Deuteronomy chapter 23, verse 25. Mm-hmm. Okay. When you come into the stand, the standing corn of your neighbor, then you mayest pluck the ears with your hand, but you shall not move a sickle unto your neighbor's standing corn. Oh, so what kind of corn you supposed to make sure that you are fixing? Of the great meal for your your, your better hand. What kind of corn will be there? A standing corn. Standing. Not the one in the can. Not the one in the can that's already been processed by GMO. No, see, the standing corn. Yeah. You want the standing corn, not the one that's been preserved and probably lasted since 1919. That can. No. You want the standing corn. That's why you got to take out away. To get your own land and grow your own corn, we make sure you both have standing corn in your system. Standing corn, not canned corn. Canned corn is processed. They got all kind of chemicals in the can that's in that corn in a can that just a processed preservant in there, and that stuff the more it's sitting in there, all they do is rotten all the, the, the goodies out of it. You want to get some standing corn, huh? Until you're able to grow your own corn. That's why we tell you plainly support this ministry. Because we got the land to grow the corn in and the black eye. You know, the children of Israel, I'm going to tell you something. The children of Israel, children of Israel, 
if you do the homework on him, look ahead when they might when they all over from parts of they call ham land, they they always plant them three things big time. Corn, black eyed peas, sweet potatoes, and watermelon. And the four things they had with them. The ancient Israelites, wherever they migrate, they always call them the black eyed peas people. The black eyed peas, the watermelon, the sweet potato, and whatever says, and corn. Jesus Jesus is signified of the one that was passed down from generation to generation. Because they knew if they got the sweet potato, and you can Google your phone. The sweet potato, look what you do. You take the sweet potato and you boil it down, right? Then you take the inside off and you bite, right? And you throw away the outside, don't you? Big mistake. Big mistake by throwing away the outside of the sweet potato. Big mistake. The Outside of the sweet potato, it is your medicine. That fights cancer cells, diabetes. The outside of the sweet potato, the the covers on the shirt, you call it the outside of it, that's the game thing. That's the meat. That's the medicine. See that? Another thing you do, you go buy your watermelon, right? You get down to where it gets to be white and green, the back. And you throw that away, don't you? No, see, right? No. The white part and the green back goes into your blender. You blend that part and make you and make and drink that, it helps the lower part of your body. You gonna get a kick down there? Then you drink that. You're not gonna get no jack daniel. All you got to do is get the, the white part and the green part and blend that and put that in your refrigerator. And when it's time for that old good night, they, well, you know, I'm, okay, well, let me go and get you that glass. You get, yep, get my glass. You don't throw away none of the watermelon. All of the gold. You take that and put it in your juicer. Make you a nice juice. It's just like mandrake. It's just like you take that and mandrake together. I'll tell you one thing. Some gonna furniture gonna be moving anywhere when you got that going. Mandrake and that. See? Some things from the Bible tell us exactly what to do and what not to do. Don't throw in no watermelon. Put it in your juice. Cut it in little small strips and put it in your in your blender and make you a juice. It helps fight all type of bacteria. Unclogs the lower part of your body. It's unclogged. No, no, no. You got that good. Let's get one more on that one. Let's go to Zechariah chapter 9, 15 through 17. See, we, listen, we want to see the mothers understand one thing. We got to lead by example. Mother D.F. Israel is in the hospital. She and Doc Cooks. Um, Mother Deborah, she visiting Doc Cook. Mother Esther, she visiting Doc Cook. Why? Because of 
not turning down the grandbabies or somebody got a special occasion to go eat. Listen, you can't eat what they eat. You are different. You not you don't have the same makeup they have. You got a dietary. They did not have it. They stomach it. it's cast iron. They can eat all that stuff. Right? But it it gonna it gonna do you some damage. But remember one thing. You supposed to eat no meal without eating corn. Corn is a blood purifier. It builds your immune system up. Have corn with your meals. It builds your immune system up. You might, somebody might be sick, coughing all over the place, and you got a big belly for the corn in you, so what? Zechariah chapter 9, 15 on verse 17. Zechariah 9. Mm-hmm. Zechariah chapter 9, verse 15 through 17. Verse 15. Yahweh of hosts shall bind them, and they shall devour and subdue with with sling stones, and they shall drink and make a noise as though through wine, and they shall be filled like boughs, and as a corner of of the altar. Verse 16, And Yahweh their Yahweh shall save them in that day as the flock of his people, for they shall be as the stone of, of, of the crown, lift up as the ensign upon his land. Verse 17, For how great is his goodness, and how great is his beauty. Corn shall make the young men cheerful in new wine, the maids. The maids. Yeah. What what gonna get you um uh what gonna get you cheerful again? What gonna get the young man cheerful again? Uh, um, Abel Phoenix. What 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 get him cheerful? Corn. Corn. Young man cheerful. Corn. You and go. New you go. You go. You go. You go in to a police station. Or you uh maybe might be in that. The one that have committed some of the most heinous crimes it is, you know, whatever they, they did, ask them, look and ask them, what was the last meal you had? The last meal you had before you commit that crime. You know, you know what they're going to say? Paul, they ate some pig meat. They ate some pig meat. The most violent crimes that have been committed, they they meal that they had before they commit that crime was pig meat. Pig meat. Do you know what pig meat do for you? I'm gonna put I'm gonna say what pig meat will do for you. What will pig meat do for you? Pig meat. I I, I got to put a rabbit out of here. Uh, this is gonna be pretty pretty rough, but I got to put it out. I'm looking for what pig meat will do for you. This is what pig meat do for you. The, you you ask them, you look at their record and find what the last meal and, and it will be a pig meat sandwich. They have some kind of pig meat. You tell what pig meat do for you according uh, uh, what the Bible says pig meat do for you. Now I'm going to pull it out, but I'm struggling right now. I want to pull it out. What do pig meat do for you? Pig meat. Now. I'm struggling 
to get back to this hall for a minute. Um, Mark chapter 5. And uh, what happened in Mark chapter 5, and we'll pick up at verse number. We'll pick it up at verse number 11. Mark 5, 11. Mark chapter 5, verse 11. Now here... I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. Pick up at verse 8. Pick up at verse 8. We just, we'll close out. We'll, we're just about to get the last statement out of this. Let's, let's take it down to Mark 8. And that, Remember what I said? I said this, I said earlier. Now Mark 5. Pick up at verse 8. You take the last, the most heinous crime, and you look up that report and find out what the meal they had before they commit that, that crime, and they're going to be pig meat. They're going to be pig meat. They had pig meat. Pig meat. Let's see what it says in um, 5 verse 8. Let's read a little bit, 5 verse 8. Mark chapter 5 verse 8. No, 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 hold on. Well, hold on, hold on. No, pick up verse 6. Just make it sound good. Pick up verse 6. You might make a little deal out of verse 6. Okay. Mark chapter 5, verse 6. But when he saw Yahweh the son afar off, he ran and worshipped him. Verse 7. And cried with a loud voice and said, What have I to do with you, Yahweh the son, you, you son of the most high, Yahweh the father, I adjured you by Yahweh that you torment me not. Verse 8. He said, For he said unto him, Come out of the man, you unclean spirit. Verse 9. And he asked him, What is your name? And he answered, saying, My name is Legion, for we are many. Verse 10. And he besought him much that he would not send them away out of the country. Verse 11. Now there was there great nigh unto the mountains a great herb of swine feeding. Verse 12. And all the devils besought him, saying, Send us into the swine that we may enter into them. Verse 13. And forwith Yahweh the Son gave them leave. And the unclean spirits went out and entered into the swine. And the, er the herb ran violently down the steep place into the sea. And they were about 2,000 and were choked in the sea. Ain't that so you see the mm. demons in remember, when you eat yeah. pig, you eat demons, that demon food. That mm. devil food. That that pig eating stuff make you violent. Them pigs were sitting there eating mind their business. And the devil got them, devil got them, demons got them in that pig. And them pigs ran violently down the street. Didn't it? Ducking. Yeah. I'm telling you. The, when you see somebody you put a rap suit, and then you go ask them, hey, uh, excuse me, I know you're doing 40 years in this place, 
What was the last meal you had before you got locked up again? He'll tell you pig meat. Pig meat. Pig meat. You feel that pig meat that good? That's why I said go in for them pigs, because he knew the children never didn't eat no pig. But look at but look at now. We eat more pig now than and center cut pork chops now so we can take a picture now, right? Yeah, going up in the pig. Because he knew he knew none of his brothers eat no pig. But look at us now. Nah, nah, nah. Give me, give me Revelation 3, 4 and 5 and total thing. I'll, I'll leave it right there. Give me Revelation 3, verse 4 and 5 and total thing. Now you see, Yahweh told them demons, get out of that man. And next verse in 15, it said the man was clothed in his right mind. Once him, once that hog, that hog meat was out of him. All that hog stuff was out of him. Listen. That man, that man was in his clothes on mind when he left that pig alone. Yeah. When you eat that pig, a demon come in you. And, mm. they, and, and it's going to make you run and choke yourself, and you're going to jump and you're going to try to do you 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 barely violent. You got people sitting around, waiting on their better ass to come back in the dark, eating pig sandwiches. That pig sandwich make you mean and mean and mean. It keeps you up. Because that's them demons in you. Yeah, when you come in, you might get a cup of cola bottle, hit us out of the head with that. First, that's where you get started with. Hit us out of the head, slap it with the Coca Cola bottle. That be them demons talking to you eating that hog. You eat that hog, you get violent. Get it from him. He said, he said, don't send us away. He said, once he sends us to the pig. People thrown into the pigs. Soon as they got in the pigs, some pigs broke out running and a steep place into the sea and drowned themselves by 2,000 of them. You see that written in verse 13? See? That was eating that pig meat. That pig meat caused you to have them crying. The average person, like these, these brothers, like do all that, are stealing yourself, stealing people's identification. They be eating pig meat doing that. That's why they have no country. They be eating pig meat. Stealing your identification. Making a living off of beating you out. Keeping you down. And, and stealing your identification got you driving cars and driving boats, buying houses. And they be sitting there eating that pig meat. Not only be eating pig meat, pig meat makes you do that. Makes you think like that. Give me Revelation 3, 4 and 5 and close thing there. Because you you helped your own in grand style, I tell you that. I tell you that you, 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 I'm very proud of you because you helped down in grand style. You done your part. Revelation chapter um, three, three verse six five. What, what did it say? Is that what I want? Uh, you said four and five. You want four and five? Okay. Or? Where, 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 where okay. I say? I forgot what Revelation. Yeah, what is it? Revelations chapter 3, verse 4 and 5. Verse 4. You have a few names, even Sardis, which have not defiled their garments. And they shall walk with me in white, for they are worthy. Verse 5. He that overcometh the same shall be clothed in white raiment. And I will not blot out his name 
out of the book of life. But I will confess his name before my father and before his angels, his ministering spirits. Look, if you want to come to say, you're not getting nowhere by eating that pig meat. Pig meat makes you die. Pig meat, the, the devil says to Yahweh the Son, don't send us out of the, the, the city now. So we got a lot of old nations here. He said, well, kill down them pigs. Them pigs mind their business. Them, them devils got them pigs, and they just ran bowling down and jumping the water about two thousand and choked themselves. And then you turn around and, and now you get home and wonder why you so bad. I'm telling you something. Kill the business. You're supposed to be touching the hog. Now make that two verse three and four. Okay. What is two, verse four and five. Now, verse four and five. This is this is what he's trying to tell you. See what? Four tribes of Israel, the Israelites. This is what he's trying to tell you. Verse four and five. So Revelations. Chapter two. Verse four and five. All right, hold on. Revelations chapter two. Two, verse four and five. This is it. Revelations chapter 2, verse 4 and 5. Verse 4. Nevertheless, I have somewhat against you because you have left my first love, your first love. Verse 5. Remember, therefore, from whence you are fallen, and repent, and do the first works, or else I will come unto you quickly, and I will remove your candlestick out of his place except you repent. You said you said it's the only way you can get by you gotta repent. You gotta repent for being a hog eater. You gotta repent for not keeping Sabbath day, Sundown Friday, Sundown Saturday. You gotta repent. Huh? You gotta repent. He said you gotta do the first work. The first work I gave you laws, statutes and commandments. I told you what to eat and what not to eat. And once you find out you're eating food you're going to be eating, you got to repent. I don't care if your mama, your auntie, your sister. No, I'm not eating that kind of food. That food going to mess me up. Princess Abel, Princess Israel, you stood tall and grandstand. Very happy to have with you and Very happy. Wow. I thank Yaquah for another blessed day. I thank Yaquah for having his way in my life, even on tonight, to be obedient and to read his word to those who would hear and those who will walk forward in this word for the enlightenment of your life. I want to read from... Uh, a few scriptures. Genesis chapter 12, verse 12. Therefore, it shall come to pass when the Egyptians shall see you that they shall say, This is his wife, and they shall, and they will kill me, but they will save your life alive. Save you alive. Exodus chapter 321. 
and I will give this people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. And it shall come to pass that when you go, you cannot. Hello, hello, hello. What's you see that? that? You see that? You see that? Go ahead. You see, you you doing good? Go ahead. This chapter three, verse twenty-one. And I will give this people favor in the sight of the Egyptians, and it shall come to pass that when you go, you shall not be go empty. Exodus chapter twelve, verse twenty-five. Listen, listen for your life, and it shall come to pass. When you shall come to the land which Yahweh will give you, according to he have promised, that you shall keep his service. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 1. And it shall come to pass when you shall hearken diligently unto the voice of Yahweh, your Yahweh. And observe to do all his core instructions, the first five books, which I command you this day, that Yahweh, your Yahweh, shall set you on high above all nations of the earth. Hallelujah, Yahweh, for the witness of his own destruction. Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Kwa. Peace be still in this place. Hallelujah, Kwa. That was, that was, I mean, I'm very proud of you there, Quincy. I mean, you, 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 uh, uh, you don't take much to make those things happen. I mean, you, you still talking the grand side. That's all about it. That's what we keep telling you. Those are sitting on the sideline, peeking behind the curtain. Get in where you fit in at. It's a big job. Get in where you fit in at. Where you fit in at? Get in. You know, the blessings when you get in on this thing, I mean, this thing coming to itself. That's why it's so important to support this ministry for land, school, banquet hall, radio stations. You know, pull them 10 cents out and, and get it to the PayPal. Well, you know, what we're going to do for it? We're going to put it in, in motion. Big land, school, banquet hall, radio stations. You know, our parents of our elderly, they need to know that that. It ain't no such thing as no rapture. You're not going up, up, and away. And you need to know some things. And, and we prepared to teach them. You prepared to be ready for them. We're going to get you on your feet so you understand something. This is a big job. Support this ministry. Huh? Um, free will offering, donation, whatever words you want to use it. Contribute to this ministry. Um, PayPal. Find out and they'll tell you how to get in there. Go there and read the instructions how to get in there. And and do your part. Because all, all that we're looking for is a Matthew 25, 21. Well done, my good and faithful servant, because it's telling you plainly, everything you see now ain't never temporary anyway. In Second Chronicles uh, 4, 18, and you need to know these things. You need to know but everything you see now is temporary. He got, and what he got written in Isaiah uh, 64, verse 4, he got written saying, um, your eyes ain't even think what I got prepared for you that wait for him. And waiting on him, I mean, you keep it up with these law, statutes, and the commandments. And Paul came right back in 1 Corinthians 2, 9, and said the same thing again. He said, as it's written, your eyes haven't not seen, 
I don't care how pretty the neighborhood you're in or wherever you're in, how, it's, it's going to come to nothing. The only thing you're going to stand is the word of the almighty Yahweh. That's what you're going to be shooting for. Hard as you can. Make sure you got this man right. Make sure you're doing what he gives you to do. He'll bless you with talent. You get, that's your lot. So whatever he'll bless you with, make sure you're doing it. Get it all you got, like with old Phil. Like you, I use ABFP, for example. She she impressed old Phil. She delivered a knockout blow. She read like a champ. You know, get in where you've been in at. Every time I go on this broadcast, I get it all I got. Could you be my last? But, but if it is, Matthew 25, 21 tells us, well done, my good and faithful servant. It also tells us in uh, James 5, 20, if you help a sinner, those that found the fence, and you train them, and they hear your word, it's up to them to make a change. It has a multitude of your sins. So when you're able to let someone know that, you need to be eating out of no restaurant because they're not going to season the meat for you. They're not going to boil that garbage out that meat. They're going to go give it, give it to you exactly right out of the box. And they're going to get the chickens right, right out of the, you know, and just drop it off into the, into the thing. After you have bought chicken sometimes, you say, hey, this chicken ain't, I still see the blood in the chicken. Yeah, you both see the blood in the chicken. We ain't boiling nothing out of it. You want the chicken, uh, uh, make it hard. Get get the, No, you can't get the blood out of the chicken by boiling it. I mean, by, you got to only get, get that blood out of the chicken is by seeding that chicken. Put them chicken wings on in there, and get all that garbage off of it. But remember one thing. The chicken, do the research on the chicken. Y'all why didn't make the chicken. Do the research on the cow. He didn't make the cow. And research on the pig. He didn't, he didn't make the pig. Man cross-breeded animals to come up with these three beasts. This is man's creation. The chicken, the cow, and the hog. Do your research on where these things come from. He said everything he made was good. You find out what he made is good and load up on what he made is good and what's good is worse with understanding to help your family. And like we say again, all six and on the couch, throw a special blessing out for Mother D.F. Israel, Mother Deborah, and Mother Esther. They all had to go visit Doc Cook. They had to go visit Doc Cook. Why? Because somebody can tell them about a great meal that is not what Yahweh got on the table for the children of Israel. You've got to make sure you know what you eat. I'm going to leave you with this in Leviticus 23. I mean, I'm going to leave.